Sean Capri, and welcome to We the GamerCast. It publishes on podcasts at youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you guys so much for subscribing, for leaving a comment on the YouTube video, for hitting the like button, for telling your mom, for telling your dad, for telling your cat, for telling your pet emu, your pet um, iguana. Thank, thank you for talking about We the Gamer Cast. If you, you know what would actually help is if you could throw it on YouTube and uh, point it at your bearded dragon. Point the speaker at your bearded dragon. Because what I like about that idea is that the bearded dragon will then, if if the bearded dragon likes said this is how we know instead of writing reviews on itunes which you guys should definitely be doing still and spotify as well uh bearded dragons instead of doing that they'll do like kind of like an up up dog upward dog kind of thing they'll do like the the yoga move you know they plant their hands off fingers spread down and then neck out and a lift up and they get a nice kind of stretch in their front body and a nice little thing with their back it's all good oh my goodness gracious what am i talking about you guys I'm getting ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a long lost friend from the internet. And if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. You just got to be a little patient right now. <laughs> We're booking into July, but you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Even if you, even if you don't want to be on the show, you can still follow me there. That's the whole, that's that whole bit. I don't think I've really ever explained that to anybody, but it, that, that's a, it's a, it's, it's a double hit. You get to learn what my Twitter is. And also, if you want to reach out to me, that's probably the best thing. Um, I might start taking requests by mail, postage, postage mail only. And we'll get a, I've always wanted an excuse to have like a P.O. box. One of these days, we're going to have to get a carpool gaming P.O. box. How are you guys? I'm feeling pretty great. I'm about to go camping with my kids and we're going to go all the way into the backyard. And it's a lovely day. I'm going to record this and we're going to enjoy some sun. We're going to have maybe some hot dogs and whatnot, and it's everything. Life is good. Is life good for you guys? I'm feeling pretty great, actually. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, my the local sports team, the hockey team, uh, we, we have snuffed out the Calgary Flames, and I just, you know, there's a lot of you out there who were against me. I'm trying to think of anybody who was actually maybe with, maybe um, Becky Rubin Navarro might be the only one. Tony Baker, of course, hometown hero, but we got people like Marcus O'Neill. Living in Edmonton, cheering for Calgary, the cardinal sin. Well, guess what? You get what you show up for, whatever that means. And um, yeah, the Edmonton Oilers going on to play the the Colorado Avalanche. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like most of my free time, because the playoffs. In case you didn't know, with 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 hockey, Stanley Cup probably one of the hardest championships to win. I'm just gonna go out and say that these guys are playing every second night. And guess what? I'm watching every second night. So most of my free time is doing this. And when I'm not doing that on the off dates, I might try to catch up on some sleep because I'm still going to the gym. I'm still getting up nice and early and doing the thing. And um, yeah, there's a great group of us in the Discord. Let's get fit. There's a bunch of us encouraging one another. There's a uh, we're, we're gonna we're learning. Some of us actually like to have that encouragement so i like to text people text people at what 5 36 o'clock in the morning for me and this is this is doing it man i'm feeling great and i hope you guys are feeling great as well um man so much to talk about before we get into my conversation with luke lore hasn't been on the show in many many years uh i haven't talked to i actually haven't talked to him at this length in far far too long so i'm i'm glad we got to do this as i record this luke and i we chatted last night uh, and it's the, you're in for a good one. You guys, I always wonder too, like if I should record these things ahead of time, just from like a, from a workflow standpoint, I think that might be easier, but I don't, I'm not here to do things easier. <laughs> Obviously I want to at least be able to know and, you know, no, no, what I can genuinely tell you guys. 
that the conversation you're about to hear is a good one. And I can also tell you that you should check out uh, Secret Friends Unite. I recorded with them this morning. And you guys, you're going to hear all about how I'm getting into comics. And I talk a little bit about Scott Pilgrim. And we may have watched a little bit of that Obi-Wan. So I'll save my thoughts about Obi-Wan for that show. So you guys should go check that out. Um, thank you to Todd Oxtra to, for having me on on the show. And goodness gracious, guys. I think um, before we get on into it, I just want to reflect on the fact that, uh, speaking of comics, Ryan Turford and I on Patreon... And technically on YouTube too, but like this is a, this is going to be for moving forward, at least in audio format. Uh, Patreon exclusive for three dollars tier and up. The Geek Outs is now available. We did our I guess spoiler cast review conversation about Scott Pilgrim books one and two, and I had a blast doing that. And we've already got our uh, next date, or I guess the next couple of days set up for when we're going to record the next one. We want you guys to be a part of it as well. So stay tuned to the Discord, stay tuned to Twitter for more on that. I won't necessarily belabor the point, but man, Patreon is kind of nuts right now. We've got, what, 90 people? Do we have maybe even more than 90 people? We are on pace for uh, our new milestone, by the way. But before I get into that, I want to thank everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. Thank you guys so much, especially our ultimate producers, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels. I would really love it if you guys went to youtube.com slash quest for pixels right now and subscribe. Dallas Ford, who just launched a new awesome project. I'd love you guys to check it out. Uh, he's the co-host of the Blame Game. Support Dallas on YouTube and get these guys to 100 subs. Let's get them that awesome URL. Links in the show notes. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth. Jonathan Brown, who has the new album, of course, In My Element. It's on Spotify and on Apple Music. Drew Agnew, the handsome host of the House of Mario podcast. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Skinny Matt, who's hosting Carpool Gaming. Community Nights, please follow him at twitch.tv slash K. And again, all the links are in the show notes. Every single last one of them. I would love it if you guys just, as you're listening to this, swipe on over, click the links, and support these ultimate producers. Our platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Dano, Marcus McCracken, Mostly Martinez, Becky Rubin Navarro, Robbie, how about, how about this? Robbie Bobby Miller, and uh, I, there's too many R's in here. I'm not rolling every R. RJ Kern, and our gold members, Anna, Argo, Ashley Nicholson, Cecily Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, Tom Danks, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. You guys are nuts. Holy crap. We are uh, we got it. We got to schedule this thing. Just, just want to put a, a call out here. If you guys are interested in joining us, I, I think we're going to have to do a thing. This is not, I haven't actually talked to anybody else about this. I might get in trouble about this. Um, but you might remember me talking about a new show, a new project, uh, like a, a pilot podcast that we've got going on here where we're going to have people fight and argue about what game is better. And the first show that we're going to be recording is on The Last of Us versus The Last of Us True. The Last of Us 2. Drew Agnew has already reached out and said he wants to be part of uh, Team The Last of Us Part 2. So we've got at least one person signed up for this. Uh, dates will be confirmed later. But if you guys want to participate in this, we will probably be giving... This is the part I was going to get in trouble about, but um, I don't know how else to really do it. Preference, I'm going to say to... Patrons. If we are overloaded with too many people, we're going to have to, we're going to prioritize patrons. So if you guys want to be part of that, if you think that that might be fun, um, I'm excited about it. And as long as we can stay at our current Patreon level of support for three months, this will be a permanent podcast. Right now it's going to be exclusive, but it will be permanent and it will be available for everybody else to subscribe to. So please, guys, 
keep us here. And if you want to be part of it, you guys, you reach out to me. You let me know. We're also going to all have a little bit more of a formal way of um, capturing the interest out there. You know, you know me. I like my Google Forms, you guys. I, it, we'll, we'll be doing that as well. But if you guys have a, if you're, if you're thinking about it, shoot me a message and um, it'll be, it'll be super fun. I'm going to talk about some of these other things maybe at the other end of the show because I want to make sure that we get to my wonderful conversation with Luke Lore, uh, who is currently the, the host of the, amazing prolific and and well documented at this point xbox expansion pass podcast some of you have been listening to me for a very long time you might remember luke lore from the xbox drive for a number a number of years ago uh luke and i we get to share forever a lot of amazing memories um i would say the xbox drive really came to the, the the way that you know it now, certainly you know it with Ryan, of course, but man, we had, um, Luke and I did the show for about a year together. Uh, we went to E3 in 2019 together. We, we got to host, or we got to, um, we got to, what did we, what were we doing? We were streaming on mixer.com slash Xbox Canada. Like we, we got to do a lot of cool things together, a lot of cool memories. And we're going to get into that among so many other things. We, um, obviously Luke, not, not on the Xbox drive. Now he does his show, which is amazing. You might've seen it being quoted. I don't know, everywhere, IGN and, um, all the, all the major outlets are picking up stories that Luke is grabbing from his wonderful interviews from some of the best and brightest and craziest and most prolific uh, creators in video games. So please, guys, support Luke uh, on, by subscribing to the Xbox Expansion Pass podcast. Follow him on Twitter at InsipidGhost. Let's get right into it. My old friend, Luke Lore. We haven't done this in forever. I know, um, right? But it's really good. <laughs> like, you know, you sh- oh. you should turn it down. I shouldn't. <laughs> like, so you know, what's up? I man? can't wait, man. I saw I saw a clip of um, Hayden and Ewan. I think that's how you say his name. They were hanging mm-hmm. out Star Wars Celebration, and people are kind of just like throwing a little love at older Anakin. Okay. It's pretty it's- sweet. It's very nice um, because yeah. he was a kid when he did those movies, and yeah, w- I mean, I love Star Wars, but George Lucas in his latter years didn't do more than one take, and it's like maybe we run that one back. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe like, just try it again. Just, just is that what it more? was? I don't think I ever knew that. Is that a, is that a real thing? They just didn't they they shot most, it once and they moved on. Yeah, most of it was was like that because um, I think you can comfortably critique two things from the prequels. Three things from the pre. Okay, three three big things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> green screen was overused. Yeah, um, they didn't they didn't reshoot scenes that like for a better chemistry moment. Um, mm-hmm. And then the writing was a bit too complex, and they couldn't bail themselves out of it. You know, like there's a there's footage of George Lucas saying, "I think I may have gone overboard." Yeah, and yeah, like, it's like the Tiger King moment. I will never recover from this. I, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> And you're right, um, yeah. but it, but I often I don't know if you are you are you like into Star Wars like I am. Well, funny story. I always thought that I was like pretty into Star Wars, and then I played a game of Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, and I realized I know nothing about uh, Star Wars. So I feel like that's a hard question to answer. Like I I enjoy Star Wars quite a lot, yeah. but I don't know like 
the bartender's name or character or whatever like at the whatever the cantina you know <laughs> like i feel like do you, is that what his name is that actually is that a thing uh, I'm pretty sure it's who we're talking about. Don't pretend like I think so. Like you, I like think it, it is. It's like tattooed on the back of your hand or something. <laughs> no, I think it's. Max like I have Hero. his face tattooed to your back. I've never seen your back. I don't think. No, well, probably D three did. Maybe maybe a little bit of the back and the yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah like, back of the leg. Well, like we were, yeah. the lights were off, but we cuddled. Yeah, I mean. yeah, it was tough to see. I mean, I'd have to imagine it. You close your oh. eyes hard enough, and it's like yeah, it's yeah. there. But no, so it you was... know Star Wars that you're at a different level. I mean, Luke Skywalker was my namesake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So. Is that is that real? Yeah. Your parents, yeah. like, it's not just a coincidence? It wasn't like a no. biblical thing? No. Okay, so this is, so my parents were stoners. Shout out to them. Still are. Yeah. Um, they're good people. They're really good people. I got, <laughs> honest to goodness, it's funny because I, when I learned that way later in life, then I realized, I was like, oh, I have all these preconceived judgments that are just wrong. Um, but, preconceived of your parents? Oh, uh, people that 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 did drugs and stuff, mm. and then it's like, like mm. an older, I was like, oh, I'm really being judgmental and wrong, but yeah. the I was named Luke after Luke Skywalker, and then to appease my father's uh, parents who are very religious, were very religious. Uh, my brother's name was Gabe, so they told them it was biblical, super really, biblical family, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like no. No. It's such an awesome thing to do. Like, yeah, absolutely. But really, we have a real reason. Yeah. I don't think there's no other Ellie. Like, I don't know of any other Ellie other than The Last of Us. Like, I, I, there's no, it's not, there's no biblical anything that I can hide that behind or anything even remotely like that. Yeah. It's like Same either nothing Link. or I mean, The Last of Us. It's Link. Lincoln, and I feel like, was a little, a little sneakier. Was at least is not like Link from The Legend of Zelda. Like, you kind of have to, it, it's more of a nickname, like shortened link do you we thought we were okay, being clever with to, that yeah that's fair I, all right so this the, the word that i have is regret but it's not the right word but but go with my meaning i think do you regret mm. naming her ellie after Given. last of us two no i don't count the last of us two in my canon oh, okay all right all right <laughs> the, uh, yeah the series ends after the first one and that's kind of yep. i mean no i'm being i'm being a little silly on that i i think i need to play the second one again luke I think I need to play it again. I played it over Father's Day that weekend that it oh, came God. out. Like I basically just like I raced through it. I haven't played a game like that since then and even for years before then just because life has changed. But yeah, I don't know if that was the best way to play The Last of Us 2 and maybe that has something to do with my ongoing take, but I don't know. I, I just don't think that I like it very much. I didn't like either one of them. What? It's it not was... even the first one? So hear me out. Like, it, you know when you're playing something or watching something you're like this is clearly amazing right I don't like it uh, and yeah. that's what the problem is. and like with last of us 2 the problem was i was trying to race through it to say that i'd be yeah. it to yeah. not get spoiled yeah. and to to be able to discuss it yeah and and that's i i honestly i think that is one of the worst things that's happened to the gaming medium is that everyone wants to be a pundit and mm -hmm. nobody wants to enjoy the game yeah like, that sucks that's one of the reasons well i often love double a games because like yeah it's double a game you can write off any little thing and just yeah play it, you know i'm i'm in my typical like april may june mind space of 
I'm not going to try and keep up with the brand new thing. Like I'm going to play what I want. And then something's going to happen in the next three weeks where like, I don't know, something's going to come out and I'll go, I got to catch up. Like it's all going to snap back into place and all that stupid anxiety is going to come like washing back. But at the moment I'm like, I'm about halfway through Rise of the Tomb Raider and I'm kind of loving life with that. I rented nice. Lego Star Wars from the internet or from the library and that's, Lego that's Star fine. Lego Star Wars is a great game. Yeah, Rise like of the Tomb Raider is a great game. I'm surprised you haven't done that one yet. Shadow, I haven't I done. have done it. Second, I never play games twice and I'm just like, this is why it's such a big deal to me because it's like, this is what I want in my heart and I'm just going to play this. I haven't played most of the games that have come out this year. Because the last game that I really played for a purpose, like to to finish the game and then talk about it, was Horizon Forbidden West. And that's, to your example before, played it. Everything I can say individually about it, masterful. One of the mm. best looking games. Obviously mm. a very thoughtful story, production, quality, blah, 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 blah. Did not enjoy my time with it. Yep. Star Wars you know. Woman. That's why Sean hates it. <laughs> well, not a woman, just, you know. A redhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm playing a game with her. I'm playing. I'm playing. You know, the original. I'm playing yeah. Lara Croft. It just has to be her. That's it. It's. I never liked Horizon, and I hate that people are like, "Oh, it's because you like Breath of the Wild." Like, no, I just never liked Horizon or Xbox. Yeah, man, I can't stand that when people are like, "Oh, you believe green?" I'm like, "No, I believe video games. I cover what's green. Yeah. I like green. Yeah, but I believe it's video hard games. to shake no. it, right? It is hard. It is hard to shake it. Yeah." And it, honestly, like, like the best game I've ever played was on the PlayStation. God of War with 2018. I yeah. Think was the best game ever made. Why do you I, need a PlayStation? Just play it on PC. We all got gaming PCs, Luke. Oh, God, dude. I played it on time. PC, actually. <laughs> but that's every, the thing. And but like, cool. Every, we're all just going to be buying PCs anyways. Yeah. I, whenever people are pro PC, I'm like, good on you. Rock on. I don't have the patience. Must be nice interest. to have money and time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got shit. You could just play it on PC. It's like five grand to build a good PC. It's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> no, like we're it's just conveniently left out of the conversation. Yeah. Like how time. much did that graphics card cost? More than an Xbox? Cool. All right. Fine. We're just gonna leave that part out then. I get it. That's fine. Yo, I had a um Travis from my games to make up. Uh Joe Joe and I have not played Cyber Well, no, I haven't played Cyberpunk ever. Joe mm-hmm. went back to it post update. And like he whispered to me, he's like, I, I still don't think it's very good. And I'm like, oh, oh really? no, that's like my summer. That's the one I'm like, I have Tunic and Trek to Yomi and yeah. uh, a couple fighting games I'm going to go into. Too. And like those Which are like, game? you like Power Rangers too. You like that Power Rangers fighting game. I love Power Rangers in general. The Just Mighty in general. Morphin. Yeah, not not the like every season after the few Mighty Morphin ones, they, they like changed, you know, but like mm-hmm. I like the Mighty Morphin. Games. I'm like nodding along like you say like you know I'm like yeah sure and like I didn't know that I didn't <laughs> isn't it all just mighty morphin what's the difference well like they turn into turbo and zeo and the, that's cool dino, I don't know like whatever sounds like I, more cards to collect or something it, yeah more or less it's to sell more action figures but I legit like the uh I don't know that's where we can free up by deleting the previous version yes delete um I I legit like mighty morphin and the comics that go with it are fantastic. They are yeah. super well made. The guy that wrote them, his name's Kyle Higgins. He's a wonderful writer for real. And so it's just cool to like read the comics and then play the game that's based on the comics and they have a good storyline, all based on this dumb kid show that like the acting's terrible. Yeah. The effects are the putties. awful. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Every time you hit him, it sounds like you're punching metal. <laughs> like, all right, that's of course a guy it would. Next, you know, <laughs> the, the yellow ranger is clearly a man in the mm-hmm. in the because they're all Japanese. Wait a minute, really? Oh, I, I, I haven't looked at the yellow ranger in a long time, but I mean, so, remember it was a lady, like if not you, in the suit. It, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. In the first season of Mighty Morphin, it's all Japanese show interspliced with American show. I and, knew that part, but I would have just would have imagined it would have been a, a like no, a, they're, they're a yellow Japanese woman. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> is there like a particular like area that I should be looking at that gives it away? Like is like because they're in spandex. <laughs> there's no there's no curves in one there's spot. No, <laughs> mm, Curve in another. Mm. There's like, like there's a are we talking like a bulge on the yellow ranger that no. we never notice as kids? Okay. No, nothing like that. Just um, taped down. Yeah, and you really didn't notice that. I mean, I don't think you ever. They were they were good about it being a kids show and it not being like ultra. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anything. Are you looking at pictures right now? I'm I'm looking at pictures right now. Yeah. Oh. And I, I mean, I guess sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to watch like video and like if you ever watch the video of uh, Rita Repulsa, That's amazing. Like, mean witch. She's clearly yeah. not. Like the lips don't line up. It's clearly that dumb. always confused me. That I mean, that I, I realized it later. I just didn't understand. I just thought it was like something was wrong. Not that it was actually like it wasn't until mm-hmm. many many years later when I learned about like anime and stuff like that that dubbing was a thing. Actually, it's probably Rumble in the Bronx that really like enlightened me to hang on a second. Rumble in the movies Bronx. are made somewhere else, and then they they have this process to bring it over. Is Rumble Why? in the Bronx the one with oh. Jackie Chan? Yep. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. That might be my first, like, whatever you would call that. It would be like import of some sort. Okay. Kung Fu kind of movie. Yeah. Um, I have to ask you, Luke, um, whose side are you on? Johnny Depp or Amber Heard? Johnny Depp all day. Who's, who's going to win this thing is maybe another way to ask this. Like, I think it ended today. Like he's going to win. Like, cause he's suing her for like $50 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Is he going to get fifty million back from her? I I don't know if he gets all of it, but he's won his career. He's won the mind share. He'll likely win the trial. I don't know anything about law. I just me neither. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will tell you what. One of the sometimes pendulums swing too far in any direction in a political mm-hmm. movement or whatnot, and everybody jumped with Amber Heard because of Me Too at the time. Social movements. Yeah. And pendulums swing right, and in social, you know, like big like social awareness stuff. He had a, the Aziz Ansari thing where he really wasn't trying to be a bad guy. He got me too by accident. And it sucks because anytime someone makes an accusation that is unfounded, it damages the people that have a real concern, right? Big time. And so when, when that, when that movement got sabotaged, it damaged every, every legitimate woman's woman, every woman who had a legitimate crisis, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that sucks. But Amber Heard got, you know, took all this wonderful, like, oh, I'm a survivor and da da da. And Johnny Depp's the worst. And now we're finding out, no, 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 no. And so I think pendulums will swing back. And I'm glad it takes, takes you back all the way, man. That's that does suck. But I yeah. love, I've always loved Johnny Depp. So I was going to be probably pretty biased throughout this whole thing. And I started watching kind of a little bit. Well, I, I was aware of it at the beginning of on YouTube. And a few people who kind of like getting into gossipy stuff were talking about. It. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just can't get into it. And then I couldn't help it. It just was everywhere. And suddenly I'm like talking about the that the she talked about her dog stepping on a bee, and then she makes this weird face. And like that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And people are making all these rhymes about it. It's bizarre. She's really bad at acting. 
Like even yeah. in the courtroom, she's real bad. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And he's so eclectic by nature um, mm-hmm. that it, it, it's charming, you know, totally. and you find out and you, you find out what she did to him and what, like with the finger and with the writing on the walls and then like watching her story, not add up. And it stinks because every time I want to comment on it, like, like in my answer to you, I wasn't very eloquent. And it's because I'm worried about tripping over my words, which I then do because I'm trying to articulate this grand point. And really yeah. it's just, it's messy. It's all messy. And I don't want to yeah. get lumped in with one. Nice. Social, well, you already did. You already you know, did. Yeah. Cancel. Nope. Yeah. Uh, yep. Obviously yeah. anti-feminist. You don't believe victims. Yeah. That's the takeaway. That'll be the thumbnail. Um, there and yep. Host of XCP. Yep. Uh, also, just while I'm going down, sinking the ship, Joseph Moran hit me. <laughs> All right. I was just going to. So it's funny because it's rare that I do this, but I have a lot that I want to talk to you about. And I have like a couple of, of bullet points. And for whatever reason, I launched Johnny and Amber right at the start. Yeah, I wish you had tell you that. <laughs> well, it was it was going to be Joe actually right at the start, because I actually want to I want to get to the bottom hot. of this. I, if put, I, can. I, I put my hoodie on. Now I'm taking it back off because I got real, real okay. we, hot costume changes like a like an ariana grande concert here okay um i want to know like like do you do you guys like actually hate each other like and you're just like there's nobody else like what's the deal between you and joe what's what's going on here Uh, there is absolutely no it it became an internet meme right yeah it became an internet meme uh and he can always go further than i can because he and he knows it he knows i can't say some Mm -hmm. of the stuff he says so he always wins um, yeah. and I, and so like he gets like DMS to our, like our little group chats where I'll like, I'll, I'll get him good kind of thing. Um, but no, no, we don't hate each other at all. We play games together during the pandemic. There was, we played games together every day for probably six months straight, like wow. uninterrupted during the, the 2020. And then yeah. gradually as the world began to open and I had to go to work or mm-hmm. like go into the building to go to work that started happening. But, um, no, not at all. Not at all. We played, man, we played so many games. We did Darksiders Genesis. Then we did Sea of Thieves, became Pirate Legends. Then we did every Halo campaign. And we did, did we do Gears of War? I don't think we did Gears of War, but then we played. Oh, I want to do Gears of War. A bunch of stuff, yeah. What are you going to get to this year? <laughs> you think so? Wait, what? Yeah, you get, I mean, come on, man. You they think got, we're doing they, Ultimate? I think we're doing you Marcus are. Phoenix? Yeah. I think what's going to happen is the, the Phoenix Collection is n- not ready. But at least yeah. I said what I hear, what I've heard is old, um, and I'm not an insider. I'm not like Jeff Grubb. Like I bump into things sometimes. I heard that this thing is real, but it's not done. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like what's likely happening if it's me and I'm I'm Phil and I'm sitting at the table and I'm like, well, Todd just canceled Starfield, so our year's ruined. Can we get gears just two? Is two ready? Can we get just two and then say we're going to add on? And then making an event as you add things in the way that Halo Reach being added to Master Chief was an event or something. Yeah. That to me is actually the better way to do it. Do you think so? Like, does that not feed into the whole like Microsoft just keeps launching games that are not finished? Um, I think isn't that a thing? Do you think that's part of the narrative right now? I think that's a narrative amongst content creators but like in real time yeah you know what i mean like no one cares (laughs) i love that answer because like i find myself thinking about that all the time of like am i upset about like the state of game pass like as a podcaster sure because i don't get to scream and yell about like amazing like what i get by these guys but as like a player i'm like i'm just glad i have it and i'm not gonna unsubscribe 
right now. I, I don't need to talk about it. And that's a whole weird thing as well that's happening. We're just bored. That When this stuff starts to happen, it just means that we're bored. We, we don't got anything better to, to do. About every week. And yeah. you know what's frustrating is Game Pass, that Game Pass handle made an incredible dunk on Kotaku, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was I had them best. blocked and I still ended up having to see that garbage. Yeah, but yeah. what was interesting to me is like I loved the comment. I wish it hadn't been Xbox that said it. Like, right? That was such a good point, and like, it's true. I use Game Pass all the time. I mean, like, see if Thieves, Halo, sure, but like, I would have bought those games, fine. But yeah. I play so many indie titles and so many double mm-hmm. A games off Game Pass, like. If Game Pass is your triple A first party thing, then yeah, it's not a good service. But like, what are you talking about? Like, I, it's not, it's I not even think core. that's a, that's a, I think that's even a little bit think, too far. It's not, not a good service, but it's like 120 bucks is American a year to have day and date and then the Xbox catalog. That's not a bad, you're right, you're right. It's not bad. Yeah, not that's good. not bad. It's not like, it's not like blow your mind. It's like a standard subscription. When sure. you add in all the other stuff, I think it makes it great. I think anyone that says otherwise is trying to push a narrative. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. Well, or just get clicks. And I guess if pushing a narrative does that for you, then then that's fine. Because there'll be another day when they they know something big and it's like it's back and better than ever. And I just I'm kind of kind of tired with that anyway. So you're right. right. I wish it was somebody else. I wish it. it but I mean, is that what the kids called ratioed? Did that did, did Katarka oh, they got get ratioed? Oh, yes, and like the author, the author um, never answered my DMs on a previous thing where he mislabeled one of my article or my interviews. Really made me mad. Um, he's yeah, man. The, one, the one that wrote it. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I'm available for if you guys want to do an interview or talk or whatnot." And they, they, nobody answered it. Nobody clicked like nothing. And I was like, mm. hmm. "Hmm, should have cited mm. me in that thing two months back." Yeah, jerk. <laughs> I was mad. Yeah. Do you think, have you done any, have you listed any predictions or anything for, we got like E3, not E3 coming up? Like, do you have, what are we getting? Do I have predictions or I've not listened to anything. Um, And I don't know anything at all. Like the opposite. That's what what somebody who knows things would say. (laughs) Just so you know that. I haven't done anything. Why are you asking? I didn't say anything. (laughs) So so when I learn things, uh, usually it's because I'm interviewing someone that drops something in there and then I usually have to cut it out or. Oh, not. do you really? On occasion that's happened. Yeah. Like, somebody comes loops back to you and they're like, mm. that has, yeah, that a happens a lot. Be like, Hey, yeah. I wasn't supposed to, or Hey, can you? And like, I, I just did one with uh, the red out two developers. Um, and I asked, this is the second time they were on actually, um, which was cool. Cause it was like, Hey, what's up? You know, like it's me again. And so it was a better conversation, but yeah, he had to come. He had to go after the interview. I was like, "Hey, can I tweet this thing you said?" Because the interview doesn't go live for a few days. And he's like, uh, "Let me check." Actually, you know that happens a lot. Um, but then, like in other things, like once I figured out um, the release date for the gunk okay. via via a PR email that was like, "Hey, yeah. can you wait till release in this time?" And then they came back and like, "Please don't say." this thing uh, and, you know i was like oh cool no problem like because totally. if you if you if the idea with the, the problem with leaking things is when you do so then you're forced to compete with yourself you need to one up the next person one up the next thing every time jeff grubb gives information 
then he's forced to tell the next thing. All right, well, what else? But what else? But what else? And that's a that's a that's a life I don't want, man. Just the sustainability of relevance. Is that what you mean? Yeah. If everybody's clicking on your content because you're telling new information, what if you burn out your sources or what if you damage a source or what if you like they're not how is he not how is that not a thing like once you like let something leak like why is anybody do you do you understand what's going on here why does anybody tell jeff grubb anything you got or schreier um right you know like you know you know it's going to be used in a certain way maybe that's the thing but the point that i I was trying like that makes sense a little bit especially like lately where it seems to be part of a story that's being built and it seems like i I could imagine the conversations that he would be having is that look i've got a story i think Mm -hmm. that you'd be a source that would be like valuable to corroborate this story and let's let's have an open discussion about that that make that actually makes sense to me i feel like that happens a lot in journalism not even just in video games Mm -hmm. but like why is anybody telling anybody anything about anything to jeff grubb about like when the next star wars game is coming out which I was right, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Um, and the trophy. I've been right a lot lately, people. actually. I mean, Babbage is the, like, yeah. such an idiot. <laughs> so stupid and ugly. Like, let's just say it. You know, cancel. I can't that. even. I can't even. As soon as I like, I, I participate for like half a second. I'm like, I regret it. I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel good to me at all. Like, let him talk <laughs> about your mother like for it. two years straight. You'll get over true it. True enough. <laughs> true enough. Yeah. Yeah. You get. Well, that's just his. That's his game. He'll lure you in. Yeah. But, but I want to comment on the, the knowing things, not knowing things. If people look, clicked on XEP because of leaked information, which I've said stuff before, nobody catches it or believes it or thinks of it as a thing. But when that happens, then they're not listening to me. They're listening for the, the news tip and they're not interested right. in me. That's what happens. That's what's happened three times in the last five weeks. It's been a weird few weeks of, of XEP. People are clipping stuff out. And they're not really listening. They don't me. They don't care about XEP. They don't care about the show. They're they're clipping that little sure. moment, um, which is fine. That's fine. I didn't, I'm not doing it for that. But it's imagine if you're Jeff Grubb, they are not clicking for content or for you. They're clicking for the info. Now that's not true in Jeff's case. He managed to build a, a healthy podcast without leaks prior to. But like, I don't want that rat race against myself. And sense? I imagine it's is I imagine yeah it makes and it may, like he has to deal with that with basically anything he says now. Right. That people like have, like they link some sort of like prophecy to every like thought that he might have. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that would be very frustrating to have to go in. I think I just saw him say something. I literally said the opposite of whatever the, the story was about. And it's like, in order to maintain his relevance and brand and everything, he's got to be like quality controlling the messaging around his, like that. It sounds that sounds exhausting. He's got a day job and a family mm-hmm. and everything. That sounds, that, that sounds sucks. incredible. Is that something that like has come to light? It must have been like something has come to light much more recently for you as you've been on this road for a while. Pardon the the road pun. As we'll get back to that, I'm sure. Hey. <laughs> um, it seems like you're kind of like realizing a bit of, at least a part of, if not all of the ambition with XEP, especially as you mentioned, like the last three out of the last five weeks or so. Like you've been building towards like what's happening right now, which is real and sourced conversations with some of the most important people in the industry. And you're getting something, you're getting nuggets out of this stuff and you're being covered elsewhere. And that seems like a new level. It seems like you've reached a new echelon of XEP. 
yes, yes. That wasn't the goal. That still isn't the goal. I want people, okay. the goal is that I want to have something that people want to listen to, that they're interested. I want to be relevant and, and people that are interested listen to me. You know, like the people at Xbox, I want them to know my name and know that it's not trash you know right or don't you think you're on the doorstep of that if not right there like that's kind of what i'm talking about like it seems like you are being noticed and heard and like i said like sourced i don't know if that's a sign or if you've considered that as a sign or if you're looking for something maybe just just a little different it's cool it's cool it's it's exhausting it's hard because is you, it you will you know this about me and a lot of times listeners are surprised by it, but you know i'm an introvert like i'm worn out by people so the first time it happened and I had a couple hundred notifications. Yeah. That was hard. You know, yeah. that was difficult. And then getting a lot of messages with people, some genuine, like, Hey, congratulations. I see you're on uh, IGN's website or whatnot. And then others are like, Hey, coming out of the woodwork, like, Hey, I've been your best buddy the whole time. I'm like, mm, ah, you know, like, yeah, mm -hmm. that, that was hard. Um, yeah. but really I want you know, you know what I want, Sean. This is a, this is a real thing that I I think about often. I want what we had on Xbox Drive with Xbox America, where it's like, yeah. hey, we know you. Do you guys want to come do this? You know what yeah. I mean? That was the coolest feeling in the world. Like we felt awesome. At least yeah. I felt awesome. Like you know, like either twenty nineteen was the coolest experience of my life, and they wanted us to be there. Yeah, man. That's it. Felt like. It shouldn't have been the case. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always kind of, and I still feel that way. Like, are you sure? Like, has somebody made an error somewhere along well, the way? Like, if you like, and that's not just me being self-deprecating. Well, maybe I am, but like, I really just, it doesn't make sense. Like, no. it, it's the Chewbacca defense. Like, it just, why is he living with the Ewoks? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I just don't get it. Um, So for whatever reason, I guess it didn't really like, and still hasn't really sunk in in the way that maybe other people might expect um but yeah like and I, I you and and babbit are similar on this front just being on the other side of the border it's like what what is it gonna take xbox the <laughs> us and and playstation like you guys like i i just don't understand it maybe you're just like i said you're at the doorstep of it but what else is there you know you're yeah. you're so unique like and this is the this is the i think the cool the coolest thing to see Xbox Drive exist as it exists and then XEP, just totally different, completely different shows where Xbox Drive is probably more, especially now that I don't even do it in a car anymore, very you similar to most other. No. The, the, the cell phone coverage around here, I don't know what has happened. I don't know what Elon Musk is doing to our satellites. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening, but apparently it's like the Skype calls are falling apart. So we've been doing it here and we do it live on YouTube now to try and make up for it. But as soon as 5G hits, Luke, I'm back. But yeah. for now, now I'm in my basement because, you know, I should just probably just spend more time in my basement. Yeah. Ever since I oh. uh, started working from home. That was the other piece, too, is I'm, I don't actually have to drive anywhere. So for a while, I was just getting in my car and going sit by McDonald's for a little like I'm not on my way to anywhere. Right. Like I was doing a lap kind of thing. And it was kind of dumb. I. I, you know, I feel like I outed myself that I don't listen to, to the Xbox drive, but I found it really hard to do for a little while. And then yeah, I, just, I, get it. I never, I never looped back, but I, I, I would lurk your streams and, and listen to other, you know, I listen to you everywhere else, but like I never made it back to Xbox drive and I feel bad, but also like it was good. 
that you guys were it's understandable. I don't think that that's sense? bad or anything. That totally okay. makes sense. Um, and we can come back to that. But all I really wanted, I just wanted to make sure that it's like people should celebrate, if not even just you and I should celebrate the fact that XEP is something that the Internet needs and it like is in desperate need of especially on the xbox front there's not a show like that anywhere else in xbox land certainly not in playstation land and absolutely not in nintendo land like it just doesn't exist and so Why that was that? i don't think anybody has an ambition like you do to do something as unique as you do and has the background that you do like this comes maybe it's still hard and i'm not suggesting that it's not difficult or challenging for you to do but it's natural to you mm -hmm. to do a show in that way like because it's you're an inquisitive person and you are interested by the people who are on that side of, of gaming. And I never get the sense that you're trying to get a guest for like the get of the guest. Like yeah. you're genuinely really appreciative of what that person has added to video games, whether it's right now or in the history of games and all those things to me, just like click together for a show that should exist for the benefit of celebration of video games. Whereas like we're kind of like candy, we're kind of junk food for like, like it's fun to listen to you, but it's like, it, it's empty calories. I feel like people are getting something that from your show that they can't possibly get from anywhere else other than maybe Ryan McCaffrey. Like I put you on the level of like Ryan McCaffrey and um, unfiltered. What was his, is he still doing it? I'm, I'm outing when myself he's able. on that one. Yeah. When he's able. Yeah. Less, I less feel like it's, often. it's that. Like your ambition, your your style, the way that you're able to get like these people who should probably be on lockdown in terms of their messaging. They're like, they're telling you things. Yeah. So and I think that that's I think that's remarkable. And it only comes out of something that was pretty painful, I think, for both of us of splitting from the Xbox tribe. And now both get to exist. And I think people benefit from both these shows happening because they weren't going to what you do wasn't going to happen, I don't think, on the Xbox drive. No. Is that the route we want to go? Or do you want to talk about the guest part, which I don't want to derail? Like, Let's do guests. Let's do guests. Yeah. Talk about the show first. Yeah. So I pre the, your compliment is very high and I appreciate it because I look up to I look up to several people in the journalism or on the journalism side. Andrew Renee, Ryan McCaffrey and uh, old Greg Miller, old Greg mm -hmm. Miller, where he, he mm -hmm. wanted to talk to guests and wanted to talk to people. I yeah. really like yeah up at noon mm -hmm. up at yeah the old old school up at noon where they they yeah, sit man. down and have the conversation and I really liked that and then uh, like early kind of funny stuff where they would have articulate conversations about like what this means in the industry what this what's this doing like a little less fluff I don't know I don't know what else to put yeah there. but totally but in in having those conversations you learn so much and I've never once tried to get someone for the get. But mm -hmm. I absolutely have been ambitious because I think it would be amazing if it could happen, right? Like, yeah. I am rejected on those guests. I would say for every one you hear, probably five people have said no. Yeah. Um, and some of the people, it took months of of requesting and asking and pitching and saying, here's why, here's what I think. And with every bigger get – uh you open a door for the next one right mm -hmm. and that is a double-edged sword in and of itself like bless lord lenning's heart right like he got just flooded i'm sure with comments and and whatnot when he said that playstation plus was devastating 
Well, I knew that if somebody heard that, that was going to be someone somewhere is going to care. But then it went way beyond what I thought. Right. But with yeah. in, in talking to Lauren Lanning, suddenly I'm able to to say, hey, I've talked to this person. Yeah. Would you like to come on? And that opens another, you know, because there's a, a clout credibility element to it of if this if you were professional enough to let this person on, maybe I can do this. But it's also led to some cool friendships. Like there are some that some interviews never made it to XEP, but I could still talk to the people. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I'm talking to people inside of different studios, that's cool. Like, like that's you've fun. recorded something or you've chatted and it just never aired. You weren't ever able to like something happened afterwards. Uh, Yeah. Not like a lost episode, but more like after yeah. the fact, it was like, hey, can we something, Can't do it? Yeah. Can we yeah. not? And like that's mine to do with what I want. I could do anything. I want, you know what I mean? Like on the journalism side, like I, I could, totally it's mine. Everyone was aware it. what was happening at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were on air. Mm hmm. But is that worth it to burn a like that bridge or whatnot? Like, no, because I would like to be invited to a thing. You know, like imagine if I get to go to a PlayStation or Xbox conference on an invitation and get to press badge. And, that'd be fun, right? Like I would love yeah. that. And why do I want to do it? It goes back to kind of what you said is I'm inquisitive. I want to, I want to talk to people. You saw that at E3. I was like, let's go talk to that person. That's mm -hmm. the soccer, sports journalism side, soccer side. Like that's an athlete. Let's go talk to him about this. And what do you, you know, like that's, cool and fun to me but um yeah like for everyone i get on there there's five six rejections and it's a lot of emails and a lot of getting told no and yeah that that's tough like some people don't even the, the sometimes people you want most won't even respond um right hey xbox what's up <laughs> <laughs> just just all of xbox <laughs> hey guys <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh i got your email you're in the queue yeah, like autoresponder. I, I take an autoresponder at this point. Yeah, but but it's also cool because like sometimes people privately reach out to me like, hey, we see it, you know, yeah, but I can't respond to you officially. OK, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Well, the, the other group that is um, and maybe a year ahead, I'm not exactly sure how to like equate it, but like a similar path was kind of taken. You start to see it with like Iron Lords who had I, I'm not even sure who the first one would have been, but it seemed like they started to gain momentum was like they had this guest and then they mm -hmm. had this guest. And suddenly it's like, oh, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. And I just have an appreciation for it, like when it's very organic like that and out of like the true interest of whoever the content creator is, because it's. And I don't know exactly how to draw the line. This is you talked about being judgmental of other people. This is one of my hopefully last remaining, um, I don't know, weaknesses, if you want to call it that. But like mm -hmm. I, I I just want it to be like out of a genuine interest of whoever's creating the content, not chasing anything else, because it can be very it's sad, actually, like you're chasing something that's almost like shallow unless you're able to actually articulate and identify what you want out of this, mm -hmm. then anything like I feel like nothing else really matters. And that's why I'm really happy to see this happening for you. And for, also for the record, so it doesn't also seem like you're my big get. We arranged this like six weeks ago. Six weeks so, ago, yeah. yeah, it was something like that. It, so it just kind of happened that this has been a pretty remarkable few weeks for you as well. Fortuitous timing. All of it happened very organically and coupled for an Amer a very emotional week for every reason, good and bad. Um, but yeah, you and I planned this for a while and because mm -hmm. you're a planner. I am not a planner the way that you are. And I've had to with XCP, I've had to start using a calendar, which is funny because I used to be able to just keep it all in my head. <laughs> um, That's what Kato said the same thing to me. Console Kato from the Nintendo Drive. She's like, I guess I got to start using a calendar. I'm like... 
You guys have been not using calendars this whole time. Like my whole life is on. That's that is amazing because you're a busy man. You got lots going on. So you guys' brains are just better than me. That's what that means. It became really difficult when when it was three. Uh, there was recently it's been like two and three interviews a week from oh, wow. two and three different time zones. Right. And yeah. what one thing that happens, this is something you should know as, as well. It ebbs and flows like they'll all hit it once and then I'll, yep. ha I'll have like content built and sometimes I have to push two out right then because it's time, you know, time sensitive. But then I'll have like two or three episodes where it's just me. And this is where I talk about wanting to to not be a leaker and whatnot. When it, when there's not a guest, excuse me, the numbers will dip when it's just yeah. me. Okay, mm -hmm. the numbers dip when it's just me. Are you here for the right reason? Are you interested in me, my right. content, I should say, a better way to put that, um, and what I have to say or think about stuff? Or are you interested in that one guest because you're interested in, like when I had Brian on from Crystal Dynamics, are you interested in Avengers or Crystal Dynamics? Is that why you were there? Or were you there because right. it's XEP? And both are fine, but it's a matter of like, I want the right kind of growth and the right kind of people. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. why every episode, it, you know, is me on either the front or back. It's just me, you know, um, just, just we're similar. That's what this is. That's exactly what this show still after all these hundreds of episodes is still. I mean, it's not it's not the same thing necessarily as because I've kind of stopped going after the big guests. And like now it's just like. If I get to spend a couple hours with a friend, that's awesome. Every mm -hmm. once in a while, I'll sprinkle in like it's it's much less strangers from the internet now mm -hmm. and more. Now it's a lot more just like I haven't talked to Luke in, well, sadly, far, far too, too long. long. Too long. Um, so it's good to just have this as an excuse. This is the grown up version of like, hey, let's let's hang out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is just having an adult all at the same time. Right. Um, but the, the same thing, and I don't look at the numbers really on the show at all, but it can, it, it's just anything that's guest based. Yeah. It's going to come and go with whoever the guest is and whatever the promotion happened to be around it. I wouldn't care about numbers. I think if Joe wasn't my friend, but Joe is so numbers motivated mm -hmm. uh, and, and not in like a negative way, but like he monitors, he's like, all right, if I put the tweet out this time, I get more engagement, more analytics. His mind works like that. So to totally. have him in there. That has me checking things and like, I don't know where mm -hmm. my iTunes reviews are. I have to remind myself to check that. Um, I love reading them. It makes me feel good. But yeah. also like sometimes comment sections are brutal. And sometimes, I know. <laughs> sometimes numbers hurt me. I'm like when I have the big get, Sean, sometimes people think I'm the big get. And I want to be like, uh, no. And then like I'll go on and they won't see much of a boost or any any boost. And like, I feel sorry. the same way. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I feel the same thing. I'm like, you guys need to calm down here a little bit because like, I don't know, maybe Brendan Myers <laughs> came over and listened to me as well. <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> Shout out to Brendan Myers, man. I Brendan Myers, him. dude, he's like he's got a baby and he's still supporting everybody. He's been he's one of the OGs, man. He has supported he and several people. In yep. the very beginning of XCP, they made the jump and did both. And that was hard for some people to do. Mm -hmm. But he was there. Todd Oxtra is there, man. Todd, Todd Oxtra as well. Todd Oxtra is one of the best human beings on this planet. Like, I'm going to be talking to him tomorrow. Tomorrow are you morning, really? I'm going to go on Secret Friends Unite. Yeah. Such a good. So so be, so Todd, just, you know, there's going to be Brendan Myers coming on over to listen. And that's it. <laughs> You're not going to get a boost, man, on the show. Yo, do you Do you struggle the way I do? As everybody and their mom has a podcast now, I can't keep yeah. up, and I'm a bad friend. I I click like sometimes I'll put it mm -hmm. on the like I won't even watch it, but I'll put it on like whatever it is. 
something yeah. like, like Halo Saturday is a good example. Sometimes I'm in a party with Kevin and my but my buddy Charles because you have two Charleses that frequent your mm-hmm. Halo Saturdays, and we've got you on. We're in your party. Mm-hmm. We're playing with you, but like we're not listening because <laughs> it's too much. I get overwhelmed. I know. <laughs> you know. You know what? I had this realization last night. Actually, I was sitting. I was watching the hockey game. I had my phone in my hand. I had. I was. I was playing a little Tomb Raider on the other TV. And I wanted to like in my mind, this is my my brain sometimes works like Family Guy, where it just like cuts away to something completely different. Mm-hmm. And I in my in my mind's eye, I was viewing on Back to the Future two when they're in the future and like the, the 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 window screens are screens and they're talking to all the people all at once. I'm like, that's my life now. Yeah. That's many of our lives. We have so many screens for multitasking all the time. Yep. And freaking out over being overwhelmed with stuff. And it's like maybe the maybe there's a simplification. That can happen and maybe that would be beneficial it's like the answers are right in front of us and yet here i am still compelled to turn on every possible screen I'm, right now as i talk to you mm-hmm. there are three screens in front of me now why what's on each one i don't know like you're on you're on the one in front of me audacity's off to the left and the other one the other thing that records you is off to the right here like that's in this very moment I don't need three screens. But see, to me, that's one project. Whereas I've often done, like, one of the things I don't like about content creation is when we're invited onto shows, there's like five panelists, six panelists. Yeah. I talk, like, say three things in two hours. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You got like a 40 minute break. Yeah. Like, leave me alone or or bring me in. (laughs) One of the two. Like, don't, hey, you want to join this six person? No, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't want to be on your Xbox prediction show where I'm there. Yeah. For a pregnant pot, you know, and like, so what I'll do is I'll bring my tablet over and xCloud some stuff and yeah. just play or I'll eat. You used to do that when it was a one person, one on one podcast. I'm, I'm surprised you're not doing that right now, actually. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about doing that just to mess with you. Um, yeah. But it wasn't a video. <laughs> Sorry, show. what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never did that to you. That happened one time. And you, In person. <laughs> but you thought. From that moment on, that I did that to you all the time. Explains it explains everything. This one example explains everything. I didn't. I busted you. I knew you do that. You can't even because the thing that I was thinking. I remember thinking this exactly as this. So for anybody, they're like, "What are you guys talking about?" Uh, Luke and I were, of course, uh, in LA for E3 in 2019, and we were recording. (laughs) I think it was after the Nintendo thing that we saw. Uh, We were recording a little something, something, but we were individually on each on our own laptop so that we could record locally in the same um, room in the same yeah. room so yeah. i could see luke separately he was facing <laughs> he was facing a different direction and i i could see him he paused for whatever reason i i, I it was time for him to talk and he kind of paused for a second and i look over and i realized you were like browsing the internet or something i'm like <laughs> you do do that so it i probably overcorrected in that moment but it, it seemed to feel the same from my perspective of any time that i would throw it over to you and it took just a, a second longer for you to jump on in I'm it, like he's doing something else it's you know well that was a busy weekend. We I was unwind probably just like mentally unwinding, but like I often can't do one thing. I can't. Well, that was it, and I identified with that big time where I'm like I will. I realized four seconds afterwards, I'm like I just looked at my phone again. Like mm-hmm. why am I actually? I don't need to be doing that. I just I have it. Like here it is right now. Totally. You're a doodler. I don't yes. know if I. I mean that makes sense to me. Yeah. Are you I, like do they do they turn out good? No, well, it's on graph paper. The problem is because it's on graph paper, sometimes they start to look like swastikas because you're doing like lines um, you and have like, so many nope. angles. Yeah. yeah, and so I like I didn't want to. I started to hold it up. I was like, no, that'll look real. So I'm gonna clip it. Yeah. But um, the the funny thing about Xbox Drive for anyone that doesn't know, I there was an episode where 
I was working out <laughs> the whole time. Do you know this, Sean? Do you know? This? I know oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was just pedaling on the. I didn't know there bike. was one. You'd definitely be on the bike at least for a couple. Which you didn't know yeah. until I told you. you no. Didn't no. No. Yeah. Exactly. Until not until not until I mentioned not until you mentioned it. Yep. And I was always you're in shape. You didn't know it was recumbent bike. It was on low resistance. It was just so I could move, you know, just yeah. to move, like to do something. Um, yeah. Because you were in the car. You had you had a lot of stimuli going on. That's I true. Actually, there, we, like, we, we, we were seeking the same thing, my friend. Yep. <laughs> like we need something else to do. And I would play games every episode. That was mm -hmm. true. I would play games. Yeah. 90% of the episodes I would play like Halo Wars. Not a Twitch based reaction thing, not a platformer, but just something where yeah. it's like moving my mind about. Um because I sitting and doing just a podcast is really hard, at least for me at the end of a day yeah. kind of thing, you know, you have three. I screens don't know. Up. Well, and I mean, in this case, I really they're just on. So I might as well put something on them. This is actually maybe the most simplest version of why do I have three screens on? But in any case, uh, I don't know why even like and it's actually Chelsea's idea for the TVs in the other room. Like she wanted three TVs. So on she wanted each of us to have a TV and then one in the middle for us to watch like television or movies and I now we're ships in the wife. night i pitched that to what did she wife. say no <laughs> she's like i don't want to watch you play games like, it could be in the same uh, room she's like no i was like all right all right well <laughs> go upstairs you try hey you were being the good family man I tried. you were trying to create a space for you guys to enjoy together and to to come together like that and she said no no that'll, that'll go down on the record yep yep That's yeah I, yeah well I, oh yeah mm-hmm <laughs> So where are you going with them um, before we maybe venture off in a Xbox drive line? What's what does the future have in store for XEP? When when do you like go like are you like, how do you feel like you're are you are you just getting started? Like sometimes when you reach a new kind of level or things are happening, you're like I feel like I'm just getting started. Or do you feel like, man, I've been at this for a bit. Could take on the old empire myself. Hey, everyone, Dax yeah. got this. Um, yeah. No, I, honestly, I have not collected myself uh, lately. So there were three things that kind of hit godfall was a small hit like i got picked up by some places lauren landing got picked up ed freeze got picked up yeah and there and there was i think an there were, i don't think there was an interview in between them so that kind of had this like uh home run two base hit home run kind of just pattern right in there yep. and that was that was really cool but but it happened right around the eog testing for my students like end of the end of the year stuff so I never, I never caught my breath on any of it. Yeah. And then um, the same day that Ed Freeze, the interview goes up. No, uh, the Ed Freeze interview went up. And then like the day after I'm, I got to go on podcast unlocked, which was to me one of that's If you're talking about goals, like that was yeah, one of them. It that's was, what I'm saying. Yes. I, I wanted to go on unlocked. I want to uh, be noticed by Xbox somehow, some way. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, do you have a PR handlers? For you yeah like, yeah like for myself no yeah. but like i talk to other talk yeah. to people, right like i would i would like someone to know who i am right like and say and mm -hmm. i reach out like hey john I, are we doing forza coverage this month like something like i don't know um but i never caught my breath and so this week was really weird sean because i'm supposed to be celebrating in every mm -hmm. way ed freeze's interview was so cool that's one of the guys that helped with the first xbox launch that was one of my favorite interviews i don't know if you if any of you if anyone's listened to it i felt like ed is a he's a really calm and composed talker and so like if you're interested yeah. there's an hour and some 10 20 minutes of good stuff but it's a little it's a little dry and then drops this sure. one line 
at an hour and five minutes into the interview and then it's like oh everyone's interested so that was a little weird but it was cool surreal i'm supposed to be happy right yeah ed freeze's interview was i mean that's one of the greatest names in xbox history to me that's such a celebratory thing and i've been sitting on it for over a week by the time it launched from when i recorded it and so like i knew mm-hmm. this stuff and i i knew what was what was happening and like i planned it and i was just ready but like i had to keep it quiet and then of course i knew i was going to be on unlocked had to keep it quiet um scheduled i had the star lord interview which hasn't gone up yet but uh that one and so like i was had all these things so I was marathon sprinting and then the end, the end of the school year finished testing. We find that's a roller coaster for teachers is testing because some places really care how the, the scores. So there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. there. And so marathon stuff, uh, Hill and I were not like having problems, but like we were at odds, you know, as, as couples do sometimes. So it was this like, especially of, when you're stressed and a lot going on, you're exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and she too had similar levels of stress happening at her work and she works in mm-hmm. medicine. So like, you know, yeah, um, <laughs> it was just a lot. And then and the world, you know, it's funny because you list all these things and it's like also this sort of big Supreme yeah. Court thing that sort of happened that yep. I'm staying out of. I'm up north. A lot of this stuff like it's that's all it's I mean, we'll talk about it, too. But it's like it's I just lot. don't think that it's not my place. That's sort sure. of like as a as a a free man up here. Not my place, but man, does it like it all comes like we all we read it as if it's our own. We like it impacts us, I think, in a lot in a lot of ways. Um, But anyways, yeah, like there's a lot going on, like to the to the point that like when that doesn't even come up, it's like, holy crap, like there's exactly a ton. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just it was I think my lighting changed when we rebooted, but like it was just tiring sprinting towards the end yeah i literally did a 5k in that time um yeah which was funny and as i'm getting older like my body's not reacting the same way oh, i'm stress eating but i can run further and lift more weights than i've ever been able to do and my body doesn't mm-hmm. look what i want to it's so like just all these things and then monday monday is the, the ed freeze interview sunday night monday ed freeze everyone's like oh my gosh Luke, this is amazing i can't i had no idea people started like coming out of the woodwork a little bit, which happens here and there. Yeah. And then unlocked is, is recorded, but nobody knows school shooting is almost simultaneous with that in terms of like mm-hmm. when it's going on in my life and people are finding out stuff. So like, do I tweet like once it's done, do I, do I tweet it out? Do I tell people? I know. Is it the right time? And like, I didn't feel like it was the right time. A teacher passed away. Kids passed away. I'm, that's my day to day. And I love my, yeah. Like it hits schools hard. And, the way I reacted was dark humor and, and just that was the only way I can handle it at this point was just this like a uh, futilic level of whatever, you know, like what can I do, you know, but I didn't know how to feel. And so it was mm-hmm. just this up, down, up, down, up, down of like, okay, schedule interview, do it, do this. Okay. Next morning, got to be up five, got to be there testing. This, uh, just so much going on. And once people found out about unlocked, it was cool, but like, I didn't even, people were saying so many things. I didn't even tweet that I'd done it until the next yeah. day like, yeah you know like let's talk about it tomorrow and mm-hmm. this was like a dream you know and it's not a woe is me i got ruined it's more like what do you do you know like totally do do? and what it, i'm glad that you said that because like what else you like 
your right to feel all that th all those things like really regardless of what you feel like your right to feel that way but like i completely understand that it's like mm -hmm. of course this is the day that something like this happens and for you like i i thought of you on a number of different fronts on this we can tackle it a number of different ways like just the fact that it's you know your own country that's number one but probably more related is as you kind of briefly touched on like you are a teacher mm -hmm. like and that is a complicated career path man like that's i don't know like he, he, speaking of dedication and just like sticking true to your ambitions like and your goals that you have to you have to be to be a teacher especially now but aside from it taking maybe taking away from the limelight of of this big moment like how do you process when unfortunately these things happen far too often like is there is there is it a regular kind of like consideration a thought process do you talk to people about it like you're a teacher these things are happening at schools how do you handle that man you know, the worst thing i have to respond to that is it depends it's different every time which is that's a, not the worst well it implies that it happens often and it does happen often that's what i it mean it does happen right so every time is different and this time my, my building, my school, we were so head down trying to get across the finish line with COVID, yeah. with politics, with um, different social movements that have occurred as recent as this year. It was yeah. just trying to get over the finish line. And like, some inevitably with, I keep bringing up test scores because that motivates some school districts and whatnot and others. Not, tremendous pressure is put on teachers for it. And it's like, how the hell do you want to have the about? kids do well? Is that yeah, the pressure? Them, is that have them yeah. do well or get some number on some paper from someone that's never met them or doesn't know their struggle? Sure. Like when that happens, it's it's hard. And then we thankfully were done. Our kids were dismissed for like the end of the year, the Friday before the shooting. And so the people, the kids that we had in the building were remedial or makeup testing or makeup like they had a reason to be there but it wasn't proper school proper right so yeah. like we were all in jeans and t-shirts and stuff like that but we were trying to busy ourselves with end of the year procedures and getting things wrapped up and cleaned up and it when it happens different people react differently like if you have children that's different if you have children and they're in school it's different there are different types of teachers all around from those that it's just a job to, to those that it's their life. And I tend to skew more right. towards, like I, those are, those are my kids, right? Like that's how I feel, but I don't have children of my own, but it's the, how you feel about it depends on how close you are to that moment and how not, not physically, but we do drills. I'm like, why should I care about your test scores? If I'm having to do drills where they're supposed to duck, like, what a right. term, you know, like, Right. Like that's that's the whole like shot of perspective that I just keep thinking about where it's like, I'm, what am I even worried about? Like this, this or this about like when this stuff is happening right. in the world. And I, I have a I, I don't know exactly where I end up going with that sort of thing. But like and again, I'm a thousand miles away. Guns are not really a thing here. Like the, the shootings aren't really there. They happen, but not to the frequency. This one has hit me big time, dude. Like I like I'm not a teacher. I'm not in a school. I'm not in the country. I'm just like, well, how old? Is I don't know what it is. I'm just heartbroken by this one. How old is? Why it? this one? That's the. Th I mean, your kids are gonna be dealing with. You're gonna deal with that reality soon, and then you find out the police stayed outside for 40 minutes. 
And that I think that's the other thing too is like it, it's persisting. The messaging is just it, it keeps going and it's getting worse. And one thing that I'm really aware of this time too is that I'm just like it's just the same. It, of course, it has always been this way, but I'm like I'm just waiting for somebody to say something new. Mm-hmm. And the only thing new that I'm actually hearing is just how long it took the cops to get in there. Mm-hmm. It's like I hadn't heard that before. Haven't heard that one. That one's mm-hmm. new to me. And yeah, like it's. It, it impacts as a person who entertains, I guess, if you can call it that, like where other people are relying on that sort of thing. Right. And I I've this is probably the second moment where something has happened and I found myself struggling to like step up to the mic and go like, let's go. Let's talk about video games. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, it, this is the second one. And it's on. I feel like I need to take that time for myself but also people rely on people like us to have content out there because they're going through the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, and it, this realization came to me when I saw another streamer going live and I was like, thank goodness she's going live. This is awesome. I can go and I went, Oh, people want that from me too. Mm-hmm. And so there's this duality to it that I, that I certainly struggle with. But I, then I think about you who's in a classroom I don't know if this is the sort of thing that like manifests in your brain on a, I hope not, but like on a day to day basis, like, do you ever think like, wh- like what happens if, if I'm in that situation, like when does Kung Fu Luke come into play and what do you do in that situation? It, it does happen. Like we do. Yeah. I do. I think about it. Um, I'll bet. And like, I've had to have conversations with my wife who will cut me off because inevitably the question of like what's like what would you what are you gonna do and like in my mind i know exactly what i'm gonna do and it's not what you're supposed to do you know like i'm gonna get the kids in have them lock and show them what we have bolts that we put into the floor so the doors don't open it's it's actually yeah oh wow um yeah it's it's wild but like of course i'm going towards it in my mind like i think i would that's what i every every horrible thing i've been a part of um in my life like tragedy injury accidents whatever it is i've always gone towards it to help yeah that's all so hopefully that's i say hopefully like yeah hopefully never happens obviously right right. but like i think i would go towards it to try and help or stop or get people away but like there's also if you do that one you're you're losing your job because you're doing the opposite of the procedure two you could make it worse and you have to be cognizant of like how are you helping the situation are you in the way are you making it a problem? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of elements and the truth is we all say what we would do and we armchair analyze and like, yeah, we used to, I, the, the Kung Fu Luke joke, like I used to be a pretty prominent martial artist, capable martial artist long gone as that. But you know, we would all go watch the UFC fights like, Oh, why didn't he do this and do this? And right. Like, you know, once you've been hit in the face once you realize, Oh, that's why because <laughs> that yeah. totally changes different. everything. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and and, you know, yeah, we have those conversations and my wife knows what I think would happen. And she knows me well enough to know what what I would hope to do. It sounds like you're like you would think if I just took out the part where you're a teacher, like it sounds like you were having a conversation about you being like a cop or SWAT or a tactical like response person. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the way that we should be like that's These are not the conversations we should be having about teachers. No, and it sucks because inevitably the good guy with a gun argument will come up. And it's really hard because 
well, the good guys with the guns stood outside the school for 40 minutes. I know. You know, and then we, like we have a cop in our building all the time. Well, he's 20 some odd years old and has no idea what he's doing. And everything to him is a game. And he like yeah. he's very immature, but he's the guy. Um, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then then there's the other thing. Like, I know people are like, well, arm the teachers. Like, what message does that send? That I'm like, I do know. your homework. And then I put my hand on my hip by just out of, re- you know, no. You know, yeah. that's not a safe environment and, and expecting kids to learn. And moreover, I've seen teachers lose their shit because a kid wasn't in dress code. No, I don't trust yep. you to have a weapon. Most mm-hmm. shootings in the United States occur reflexively. They're not pre-planned. They're yep. impulse decisions that are al- almost always regretted, you know? Yeah. And it's it's just, it's, I, don't, I don't understand it. It's infuriating. It's saddening. And. And I'm always scared to talk about it because one wrong clip out or one wrong misunderstanding and, and suddenly the conversation's over and you're damned into one category. Mm-hmm. That's really frustrating. That happened, began happening a lot um, in Trump's run up to an election was if you said one thing that might have been on a certain side, suddenly you were that side. You were the embodiment of that side. You were. Yeah. And it's like, yo, that's not that's not how it's all. That's not how any of it's supposed to work. And I agree. Every single issue has become that polar and it's really yep. frustrating. And the same thing in our gaming spaces, like, dude, like you talked about XCP being unique and whatnot. I hope it's because I'm not vilifying PlayStation. The only thing I'll vilify is N- Nintendo's inability to get with the program <laughs> when it comes to online. You know? I don't understand. Why are we forgiving this? But also Battle uh, Mario Strikers. It's coming out and like I mean, can't wait, dude. <laughs> I am stoked. Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. But uh yeah, and this is this is not because you and I both, you're much better at it than I am, but like I just want to be able to explore issues. I rarely know where I'm gonna end up mm-hmm. when starting a conversation. And the frustrating thing I think for me personally is I've only just sort of like recently been comfortable with even exploring the idea. And actually, this is something that's coming to light even just in this moment as we're talking about, it, I'm like, why is this such a sensitive subject for me? And it's like, I never really got to do this. I was even too shy to say anything to start with. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm comfortable with like talking about stuff and figuring it out and like feeling like maybe there's a safe space for people to just explore ideas. Suddenly it's like, no, whatever you started with, whatever, even if you've mentioned it, even if you've given it a platform mm-hmm. for whatever, now you're part of like the enemy. And it's like, why, why does it have to be so, confrontational but maybe this is just us getting older luke maybe this is just like avoiding violence because when we're teenagers we're just angry dudes who just everybody's just going to beat each other up and now you see some of the damage that happens when violence happens it's like let's just be kind to everybody let's just be all right it's not worth it When we gave people the ability to to comment on a subject without education and without consequence like then then people started becoming embrazened in the wrong ways i think and uh, we talk about pendulum swinging. We swung so hard into the give everyone a voice, your voice matters, that we forgot that we're giving a voice to those who aren't prepared to speak. Um, and it takes life lessons to be prepared to speak. It takes getting popped in the face when you run your mouth to the wrong person to realize when to choose your words and when to go off of emotion. Um, think about the guy that ran his mouth at Mike Tyson. He's like, dude, you ran your mouth at Mike On Tyson. On plane? Yeah, like... Of course. And then we became so embrazened with my voice matters. No, it doesn't, you know, like, or I'm Mm. offended. So what? 
like being offended. See, that's where I can we you and I can agree on. Nothing happens so to you what if you're if offended. You're... You don't wake up and you're you're suddenly you have boils on your skin. Uh, that's an old yeah. comedian's joke, but like you don't wake up and suddenly you're you're losing your hair and whittling away because you were offended. No, you yeah, you, you were offended. You need to manage that emotion and move on. It's not my job to make you unoffended uh, in in a daily sense. It's it's um, totally good example of this. Uh, everybody and their mom had an opinion on Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan said this. Joe Rogan had this person on. He's the best. He's the worst. Everything like he. Joe Rogan had Alex Jones on his show. Okay, there's the argument of you're giving this man a platform on which to speak about issues that others are canceling him or her, uh, he or she for or not. And people began to think Joe Rogan is good or bad, regardless of how he voted for or anything else. But everyone failed to connect the very simple thing of the man's a comedian. Millions yeah. of viewers, millions of listeners, 10 listeners, he's a comedian. If all right, like you, if if your base is so focused on what a comedian says that suddenly they're winning and losing elections, you got a problem. That's the mm-hmm. thing. I love Joe Rogan's show because he's a great interviewer. Am I canceled for liking it? I don't agree with ninety percent of might people be. on there. Yeah, but like ninety percent of be. people on That's... there, I'm like, ugh, like I don't like that. Yeah, but I yeah, it's a comedian often talking to other comedians about life, and like I don't agree with them. Sure. But I like hearing and you move on. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm offended by Alex Jones and some of these horrific people that have been on there. But I'm okay. You know, like, yeah, it's it's that that level of who has a voice. Do they deserve it? Do we prepare people to speak before we gave them the voice? And then equally important, do we prepare people to listen? That's so that to me is the part that actually resonates probably the most, because one thing that I. I struggle with a little bit and especially as somebody who came into like this space and we're going to be talking about varying severities of like knowing something to be able to speak about. It's like, Mm -hmm. I felt like starting out in this space, I didn't know nearly enough. I made a, there's a number of well-documented blunders of me talking about Nintendo where I was just not knowing what I was talking about with Bobby, the Nintendo guru who knew everything Mm -hmm. so like in terms of knowing my stuff like should i have been there like by a certain rule maybe not but there was a lot of lessons learned and a lot of amazing things that kind of came out of that space of i don't know what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about and again the severity of it it was not even close to what what else we're talking about here it's not like i would say something in ignorance and persuade 50,000 people to do a certain thing like that's obviously there's there's something there but I just wonder about the when people should be allowed or not allowed to speak I'm not I'm not even sure if that's even a thing but I think talking about and and discussing how we react to things Mm -hmm. could be very beneficial and how it can be seen as like a real personal strength to go that really upset me but I'm not going to go punch a wall because of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go, I'm going to go do something constructive or I'm just going to pass over it and go add some positivity into the world. And that's been something that I've really, I've really been, this. I'm. it's going to be a journey for the rest of my life. But the fact that I think that you and I are sitting here together is a sign of this. I think you and I are both on a similar journey on that front. Mm-hmm. I've recently been chatting with Dave Moore. I've been messaging a bunch of people and just kind of like rekindling some stuff where it's like, man friendships that had burned out for one reason or another for one reason or another and and i've always kind of tried to 
operate in a way that was trying to be mutually beneficial to as many people as possible. I feel like a lot of people have known me for a long time, know that that's in my heart. And every once in a while, like sometimes it just doesn't work out. And I've always kind of hoped that when that happens, it's more of a break than anything. And Mm -hmm. sometimes the breaks are, are years long, but it's the reaction to not liking what we're hearing. That is, I think the actual growth that can happen rather than demanding somebody be at a certain level to speak about something or to suggest something. Sometimes we're just trying to figure it out. The man, there's so many ways to go after what you just said. The, the, the problem on the political sense, when you get to that level of stuff is that when you have celebrities commenting on things with their followings and then people that aren't prepared to understand that those are celebrities, not experts Fair. speaking on a topic. It's like, well, we shouldn't be talking about any political issue like it's a sports team. You know, like if you're at right. rallies acting like this person's winning it does feel a like championship, that. it's exactly what it feels. And like, I know it, who I voted for. Um, I've been, I've been, I've had, I've voted Democrat for, for some time, but I'm not like devoutly losing my mind in favor of them. Like they're doing a great job right. either. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. politicians. They're not sports teams are not winning championships for me and they're supposed to be making my, our lives better and it's supposed to be based on discourse and debate and it's turned into you know anything but everything else everything else yeah mm-hmm. and i'm not interested in that that conversation and that which sucks because you're a good conversationalist you'd be great to like break these things down and the people who are like that some of the good ones are totally turned apathetic and totally turned away from it. So you're now you don't have anybody making it better and you're left with everybody who's making it worse. And it's like, that's, I mean, now we're in, now we're really in it. But that's it's not, like the world's gone to shit. There's nothing anybody can do about it. So thank God for video games, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my profession right now too. No one wants to do it. We're underpaid, overworked. And so you're not getting the best. That's the bullshit that. about it all is that nobody wants to do it. And why aren't the, why aren't the wages going up? Like in any other industry, there's not enough workers. You raise the salary, you raise the pay, and then people will come flocking. And it's like, how does this work? I mean, I guess this is how teacher strikes happen. We, I'm not even allowed to say that word, fun fact, Uh, in some states. I'd say heartbeat. I don't care. Like, yeah, there's nobody at our job fair. I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh, man. Man, we've covered, we're, we're all over the place in this conversation, but it's, it's, I told you there's lots to cover. Mm -hmm. Being able to speak and being able to listen is good. And then you're talking about rekindling old conversations. I think as you get older, if you're wiser or if you're trying to be wiser, perhaps that's a better way Mm -hmm. to put it, you try to let go of any burden you can because life is heavy enough. So any weight you (laughs) can take off your shoulder, old anger, old bitterness, old relationships. I think that's what some people are doing when they're trying to contact their ex and say they're sorry. I think that's what they're trying to do. Maybe. Um, I don't know, but like anytime yeah, you're, maybe you're, they're thinking when things were more attractive, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe they could, could well, <laughs> probably often that as well. But like when you try to reduce as much weight off your soul as you can, I think that's when that's one of the steps in wisdom is like, you know, you do want to be better and not hold on to anger. Like you and I were, we were at odds, but like one thing I do know is that even a month after you and I separated, it felt like a divorce. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I've said as much, I think on uh, Chris Johnson's show, he asked me about this. 
months a year year that ago? was i will say there's two moments not sorry to cut you off but that you being on that show and me listening to it and then i received a phone call from you shortly after that actually were pivotal actually hearing sure. you talk about it was like helpful for me because i hadn't really talked about it and i had no idea like really directly from you i didn't know what you had thought about it either and you also had i think at that time the benefit of time to speak about it very clearly very i th i think and i hope very honestly and it was like some things were hard to hear but also like important to hear and those some th most of the time are go hand in hand i'm i didn't know you listened to it so that's cool for context we should add some context to anyone that's like out of it <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess the, the context is like you and I wanted different things for the Xbox drive at the time. We just mm -hmm. wanted different things. And we were, we were both in my mind, very capable at hosting things, but not, I'm not good at producing. You were a very good producer. Um, but we just wanted different things. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I said it in this relation in, in, in that discussion with Chris, um, who I adore, um, so it was like a relationship, you know, it was like yeah. a relationship ended, but like, I don't want to, I don't want it to end end, you know, and like that hurt. But then like, I know distinctly that even when, after the end of, of my time on, on the Xbox drive, I was in your streams when you were doing fundraisers and I was supporting you when you were doing fundraisers because the goodness was there. The intention was always there and there was always the goal of being good to people and making the world better that's what you do with your content sean like every one of the 48 shows that you do <laughs> is intended to make people careful happy. it'll be 49 soon uh oh is it really gonna yeah. be 49 you got another one i don't know yeah probably <laughs> i probably don't even do. know about it yet it's just just, it's just let's be honest, this is the way things go how many drives can you go on sean <laughs> i mean we still got a pc market and you know people talk about retro drives and who knows the Ryan play day drive a Sega mass gonna, yeah a little I, knob dude can you imagine yeah <laughs> But yeah, like we were trying yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we're in people. caves now too. We're in all we're on all sorts of places. Ryan's in an RPG cave. It's all yeah, it's a whole thing. Carpool game. We should. We're never gonna finish any single conversation we've had today. Carpool gaming, I mean, man. Congratulations. That was a cool day for you. That was a cool day. We'll come back to it. But you're okay. thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> you had met because I I don't think that I had um that was like a total deflection. Not to be rude, I felt like that came off. Very you're good. I didn't mean to be rude. Um, Canadian. I know. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. When sorry, sorry about that. That was probably uh, probably a dickish thing to some people. Um, stop listening to me right there, and they didn't hear the apology. This is why I always let <laughs> let a guy finish. Um, you were talking to Chris about this, and you had articulated exactly what you had just said. And I don't think that I had really. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have um, carved it out that way until you said it. And now I don't know how else to think about where we ended up going where what is what you just said was like we wanted to do two different things with it and mm -hmm. it is really as simple as that and those two like it was it was almost like a force just kind of like well we were either gonna like come together and explode or basically just like pull apart which i think is essentially what happened and that separation was a little bit more volatile than i think either of us probably wanted and mm -hmm. i don't know exactly why that happened but it's like in a best case scenario, we just split and everything is awesome. And it just and it just wasn't. And I don't I don't know exactly what now it's like years ago. 
Like this is actually years ago at this point, but right, it's three years ago. Isn't that amazing? And like that, maybe yeah. that's just the thing is after amount of time. Like the the sad part is some of us don't end up getting that kind of time. Yeah. And this this week is a reminder of that. Bobby is a reminder of this as well. And maybe that was part of it. But like listening to you on Chris's podcast, and then of all the messages I got after Bobby passed away, you called me. I was so broken at that point. My body was broken. Mm-hmm. And I was walking home from the chiropractor. It was like after however long we've been in lockdown and my I hadn't been moving. I'd been really stressed at work and my body just like stopped working. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. And I decided I need to go fix this. So I was going to the chiropractor. And in addition to just going there, I was walking. And mm-hmm. it was a good half hour, 45 minute walk. And I was on my way back home and my phone rings. And it's still not even just a random phone number. It's Luke Lore. Mm-hmm pops up on my phone and I'm like I answered immediately and you, you know my brain it? you know my you know my memory it's a bad it's it's a bad it's a bad memory I don't have a very good memory that is something that I will remember for the rest of my life that I got messages let me know if you need anything an amazing amount of kindness after Bobby passed when you called I'm like nothing else that happened it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, and thankfully, I don't think we ever said anything like irreversible. But even if we had, I feel like that just would have gone completely out the window. Cause that was just like the single most kind thing. And I'm very grateful for you. Like, so I just wanted to express that to you tonight, man. I'll well, never forget that. Well, thank you. I'm glad. But it's like I had to do it. Like, I couldn't not. We. I think it was volatile, Sean, because we were on such a high. We got invited to E3. I know. You know, such a high. And then for me, it was like, what do I do now? Because I don't have the connections. I don't have anything. I had started from what I felt like was zero. And in hindsight, it probably wasn't. But that's where it was there. And then when Bobby passed away, like, he still had me blocked on Twitter. He blocked me Mm. on Twitter when I left Xbox Drive. I don't know. I don't actually understand why we never had a f- argument, a falling out, and anything that mm-hmm. I that I remember or could track on my phone or like look back at nothing. But I think he was protecting his friend and you, and that was what he was thought was right. So when he passed away, that was a stone that could never be fixed. That's a, or a stone yeah. that could be unturned, whatever you want. That could never be rectified, right? That could never be like, hey, man, like something somewhere we got mixed up and that, that can't be fixed. I was like, well, I'm, Sean's hurting. Like he needs to know that he's not alone. It doesn't matter anything else. He needs to know that he's not alone. I don't know. It just, it, I didn't even think about it. Like if honest to goodness found out, we kind of knew it was coming, but didn't, but it didn't like, it's our friend, you know? I, I never entertained the thought, to be honest with you. Really? Not even, and it's so weird to say, but like, I remember when he was in the hospital, it was very serious for obviously for quite some time, knew he was in the ICU. I was still the person saying like, I don't think people realize how sick he was, but I just thought he was just doing time. And that after a matter of time, he would, he would get out of there. And one of the first thoughts I had was like, dude's going to lose so much weight like <laughs> he's going to be on this controlled like calorie intake and he's yeah. going to get out of there and he's going to look completely different and everything like that's what I was thinking about. And then 
as time went on, people were, were you know, the word was that um, when he gets out, when he gets better, it's going to be a long time for his voice to come back because because of the treatment That's and everything. Yeah. And so that like set in a new reality of like, okay, well, I can't wait for him to get out. And then there's a recovery period, mm -hmm. but at least we're thinking about recovery period. And, and I had FaceTimed him. I've talked about this many times before. Like I had actually um, like talked at him he wasn't able to speak back but he could like through he could kind of like i would have to read his mouth and like so yeah no i was not i was mm -hmm. not really ex expecting that especially given it was like five days before mm -hmm. when i had actually seen him for the first time since october or whatever it was before that so yeah no that was um especially now as we're coming out of covid maybe I, it sounds it, i don't even know if i should be even be saying that um but life is certainly different today as it was a year ago and a year before that mm -hmm. um and it's like and he like so life goes on and he's still gone yeah like that's and like are you supposed to be okay back? with that are you supposed to be angry are you supposed to be sad still like on the moments where you're not sad should you feel guilty like all of those there's no answer you know no and it's I, I don't know. I've kept myself very busy <laughs> since then, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I've struggled with do, what do you do there? Yeah. Do you shut it all down or do you like, do you keep going? And for what reasons? Is it something like that he would want you to do? Is it, I don't know. Like there's a lot there that somebody could probably be paid a lot of money to listen to me talk about for a little bit unpack, but um, he would want you nonetheless. to do what makes you happy. And I'm sure you know that in your mind. I know that. No, okay. I, yeah, I, I definitely know that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why I really bring it up, to be honest with you, but it's still with you, now man. it's just a bit of a habit. Now it's like, well, now this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Now it's content creation. And if nothing else, like he just like, he was the workhorse. And if there's a, I don't know that I've ever done it intentionally to get to like, just do a billion shows. Cause that's what Bobby would do. But a, apparently it's a similar path yeah. of what he was doing. Just keep it going keep it moving we definitely have different styles about it but we're doing it your morning where you were visiting him and you did the morning routine and you were jody from family matters or were you laura from family matters where you're like, i think it was, i think it was young laura oh my yeah. dude like yeah yeah it's special man but that's the whole thing is like seeing people in person kind of changes everything and I've been yeah. lucky enough to be able to do that with you and with Bobby a couple of times with, with Joe. And I mean, the number of people is just growing all the time at this point. And that's kind of, that's the thing that drives me personally at this point. Mm -hmm. Like if we talk about goals of content creation, it's like, well, who else can we meet? Who else is out there? Met Brent, Brendan Myers and yeah. Garrett Bland and a bunch of people. Like, I mean, Lee Navarro is at the heart of it all. So at some point I've got to try to convince you to come to Rome, New York for extra life. It's the timing that's that's hard in that window. I know. You know, I I'm I lament not getting to see Garrett Bland or talk to him because before he was making content, he was in everything. He was supporting every show. But right. Like, to my point, or, or that I made a long time ago at this point in this show was when you're making your own content, it's hard to get to everybody else. You know? Totally. And mm -hmm. that, and no one should ever feel bad in any direction, in my opinion. Like no one should feel bad that they couldn't see my show if they were you know what i mean like that's not a thing but like i yeah. miss garrett garrett used to to be there for all of them he would there be there for my streams he was there post xbox drive and never mm -hmm. siding never like he and brendan and todd like those are the people that like there were no sides 
they just yeah supported they were just supportive and um yeah they were on the right side of history they get to say that they get to say that they never chose a side they were on the right they just like listen to both the part that makes me happy about all of it is that we're reconnected and that both shows are doing very well that you know what i mean like look at that you you guys i saw are going to toronto right Aren't you getting to go? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to Fan Fest. I'm gonna get a Sea of Thieves backpack. Yeah, might get a second one. You know, I Luke, I got the invite through a, as a lottery, but I had to cancel because they wouldn't let me. Take Did you time. really? I was wondering because you had you had mentioned you had to decide, make the tough decision not to go. It, you got the lottery pick. Yeah, like not like not like Luke Lore was invited, but like I won the lottery pick, right? And I feel like these even luckier. <laughs> That's yeah. hard to do, man. They don't give away a lot of those. They There's don't. a lot of people who want them. But because lodging was so expensive, it bumped my budget too high because they wouldn't let me change my plus one. My friend was going to go and then he'd already registered, but then something happened. He couldn't. They wouldn't let me transfer my plus one. And that meant lodging was too expensive. And you know how anxious mm-hmm. I get. I wasn't going to lodge with somebody I didn't know. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to, to lodge with Ainsley Bowden, uh, who I would have. But like I wasn't going to do a random person like, hey, I got a room. Yeah. I would have been too uncomfortable. Um, is Ains going or is he not going? No, he's not going. He's not going. That would have been the only person. Yeah. Yeah. But like it would have been him or, or Kevin. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really bummed because for my wife and I could have done like I, it would have been a two grand trip probably, maybe a little more. I could do it. We could do it. We're totally. a place where we could have done it, but like two grand for two days and it's not my wife with me. I would have felt guilty. You know what yeah. I mean? Because then, like, yeah. I still oh, want dude, sh- that... I still want new shoes. I still want to buy mm-hmm. games over summer. That that turtles yeah. collection looks amazing. Like, what if if I don't get a code, I'm buying it. Of course, like you know, like I don't want to. And what that. if the show is bad? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what if you go? What if you spend all the money? And it's like not a good time somehow. Like, I think yeah. it's gonna be. This is what I want to tell you as somebody who's like not going. It's like, yeah, it's probably gonna be crappy, Luke. Like, well, don't worry about it. But like, maybe I would have met. Be amazing. The guy that, that would get. Yeah, I've heard it's gonna be good. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm here. Like, yeah, I'm who knows? I'm not, who knows? Yeah. yeah. But like, maybe that would have been the one where I got to meet the guy that would have been connected me. Like, Hey, I do the X. The, the X oh, that's that, killer. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't do that and not feel totally. Guilty. Now, if they, if they were emailing me like, Hey, we would love for you to come out. If you can get here, we'll pay for it. We'll put you up or something. I'm there. Then I'm buying totally. the ticket. That's a different mm-hmm. thing altogether. That's like, all right, you're not here just as a fan. Like, we know that you cover Xbox and you're interested and you come meet. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a yeah. different thing. Yes, I'll spend the money for that. Yeah. But to Dude, go like, yeah, go ahead. It, it, it was, it's an $80 plane ticket to Toronto for me at this point. Like, it is a thousand it's for me. Stupidly no, cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, so that's a huge, re- if not like the biggest reason for this, because I'm going to be in Toronto for 30 hours total. I think I calculated. Like, I'm going to land. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see Nagachaka, maybe Steve Tilly, meet up with Court and a bunch of people are going to drink beers. We're going to sleep for a couple hours. We're going to watch the show, hang out, and then it's off to the airport and I'm back and I'm back at work the next day. Like, it's going to be really, really fast. And yeah, it's a, a yeah, when you talk about $2,000 for two days, like, that's a trip to Mexico or Hawaii or something right. for a week, you know, like you, those are the kind of trade-offs that you're really looking at. So. And, and yeah, that's the thing. If, if it was a, Hey, because you host this, you're invited and we want you to meet with you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm in totally, you know, yeah. but they already had that meeting, you know, a bunch of people went out to Seattle. Yeah. Do you ever, mm. 
do you ever get angry at who gets recognized and who doesn't? That's something I battle emotionally. Like I'm I only, only I who upset. doesn't, only who doesn't. I, I don't know that I have been angry in the at least within recent memory. I can't think of anybody. Um, but yeah, it makes me upset that there's especially like like I mentioned, like you and Joe. Like what what is it gonna take? You know, <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I actually, I am at a loss even just to like make fun of Joe for something. I'm like, I can't even, I can't even bring myself to do it. Yeah. Um, and it, and it sucks. Um, but it's uh, so much of it is just like, yeah, the, the networking is mm-hmm. so much of it. And doing that in a natural way is something that, um, I don't know what the right answer is. Cause I, I think most people don't do it necessarily in a natural way. They network for gain, Mm-hmm. And which is, you know, one thing for me to say, but like, it really was like every I, I'm when I say like somebody made an error somewhere along the way, like I didn't, I just backed into it. I had Brock McLaughlin on my podcast. He was like the fourth or fifth guest. And he happened to know everybody at Ubisoft and Xbox and everybody else and, mm-hmm. and introduced me. That's how that worked. Like that's basically it. I have the benefit of maybe being Canadian. That's also it. And maybe one of the, and the Xbox tribe, maybe one of the first, um, xbox centric canadian podcast like we were so i think you and i used to joke about this like we were the number one xbox podcast hosted by a canadian and an american yeah recorded in a car yeah less that was less than an hour like we we're so niche and, and hyper specific we nailed it and we totally think, nailed it think about what it led us to like dude we got to meet phil spencer we played gears five we held elite two control Elite, control- Elite, Elite two, two controllers, Elite yes. Two controllers, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah, we we got so played many- X Cloud. We played X Cloud. We met the cast of Gears. Yep. We. You knew who all the people were by sight. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you definitely knew that, and it was like I don't understand how this guy knows who all these people. Like I felt like I knew stuff, but like to the point earlier about Star Wars. Like when I hung out with you and around like video game people, like I didn't. I had no idea who you were that you number one, you knew who they were and you were excited to see them. And like, there's the, yeah, guys it was, the former guys. There's, to, there's the cast of whatever, yeah. like these handsome people who like played JD in, you, in gears. Do you remember? Do you remember? I was like, oh, that's the crackdown team. And you're like, oh, go ahead. Go take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joseph Staten. Yeah. Can you believe mm-hmm. like. I, I, know, I didn't I was know just that. looking at the picture actually. I, I and that's what I was going to ask you. That's so funny you say that because I'm like, how did he know who this guy was? There's a picture of you next to him, and yeah, it turns out it's the the mastermind of Halo. Yeah. So just, so I knew he, those two guys and the the other gentleman whose name I can't pronounce. He runs Flight Simulator. I don't know if you knew that. Like, that's awesome. I had no simulator. idea. So those are the two guys brought in to like save Crackdown. So they Mm -hmm. could release. That was the thing. They had to get it over the finish line. And like they would do these videos that like six or seven of us watched because the six or seven of us really liked Crackdown. But like they were on a whiteboard. It was Joseph Staten and this guy. And they were like, all right, this is our priority. And they're like, they 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 were showing us this is what they're we're showing the team. This is what we identify is we're going to fix is what we're going to do. And like maybe a couple hundred views from the Xbox yeah. account about this crackdown thing, but like they were trying to do it for the people that cared about crackdown. And that's why I loved them so much. Cause like, yeah, crackdown mm-hmm. three didn't deliver, but I had fun, you know what I mean? And I yeah. appreciated the effort and that's why that's, I want to go back to it. 
I, it's on my list. I do a, a tournament bracket every once in a while because you know how overthinking and sure. kind of silly I am about these sorts of things. I do a tournament bracket to decide what game yes. is going to win. This is why I'm playing The Rise of the Tomb Raider. Crackdown 3 is on that list. Of, I mean, among 64 games, it's yeah. not like basically listed every game possible, but it's on the list. It's on but, the list that I want to play. But it goes back to like why I like X, why did XCP like this all circles. Like, this is dude. I actually wanted to bring it around to that as well, because I don't know who those people are. If I'm going to go try to get an interview with them, it's not nearly as genuine and as authentic as it is for you to do it. Because like, just look at like, look at you. I mean, yeah, it, you. it makes me so happy. Like these, these guys were making a game that I wanted to do and then find out after the fact that one of them masterminded Halo at every junction point that Halo needed a mastermind. He was there to fix it, correct it. He saved infinite. Um, infinite is a weird There's no story. Doubt. Like he saved mm-hmm. infinite. Um, yeah. I really wish they'd hire some more people. Like I appreciate so much uh, mandate zero or whatever it is. Don't crunch maybe crunch a little bit <laughs> like, <laughs> like i never was in that camp i like i was anti like ansley bowden and i would argue and he's like they need to crunch they need to do something they gotta get like come on like and i'm like no it's cool it's fine yo we're on like week three of season two and i'm done with the battle pass i'm like hey maybe maybe y'all need to hurry up do you think that they could like and i don't have they actually made it a, like crystal clear like that they that this is actually what's happening this is the reason for Maybe the slower. I don't think they've really even acknowledged that what's happening is kind of slower than people want. But, but have they, they have, linked? They've linked it to they're not crunching and everybody is like super happy. Uh oh oh I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. They, they've acknowledged that content is not coming fast enough. They've said that. Sure. So, yeah. But they've not linked it specifically to. They've always said that priority zero is we're not going to kill our team. We move slow yeah. now to go fast later. Is the is the verbiage they use. But. There are some things that I'm like, yo, it shouldn't take you this long to cycle things in and out of the store. Why is season one content not in there with season two content in the store rotating? You've got battle passes in other games that you make. Sea of Thieves, Gears 5. I know. Like, what's your, it, it, like that stuff's baffling to me. And I kn- this is one of those very few things I knew. Now, I've said this on XCP dozens of times and no one's ever picked up on it. There was literally the, hey, can the battle royale be ready for this summer? question asked i know that was a thing that happened that was can we get this out by summer and i don't know what the answer was i don't think the answer was yes um but like the gameplay is there why is it taking so long for the menus why is the store not cycling things that you could it's already there it's already done Mm -hmm. you know like these events are really cool. The new mode, land grab. I don't know if you played it. It's legitimately I haven't great. Played it yet. It's I want to really try fun. it. I know. Joseph yeah. Moran Maybe is tomorrow. It. Like it's fun. You he likes have... Haley, and he he pretends. He, but I mean, he likes having an Xbox. He doesn't like Last Spartan Standing that mode. But like, bottom line, Joseph Joseph Satan saved Infinite. But like, yo, come on. Like, what what's happening here? It's your biggest game. You got to do better. Yeah. Same with the show. Hits and misses. Hits and misses. And it's so confusing. MLB the show is that what you mean? No, no, no. Uh, the Halo show. Oh, Halo the show. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, that makes did you way watch more it? Sense. No, they no. I a long story, but no. Okay. Short short answer is no. So, whenever you do get to it, some seriously awesome moments, and some that are just so bafflingly terrible. It's like what happened? <laughs> like yeah, what somebody approved that? Someone approved it, and you know this is the corrected version. 
And it's like, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. This went through a couple drafts actually before we got to this. There's one storyline that clearly just stops. It's just wholeheartedly stops. Someone must have said, this is not getting better. And they feel oh, wow. the thing. And it's just weird. That's the thing that I struggle with sometimes in Star Wars, I think, is an example of this loss is another kind of example where like you don't want to know you don't want it to be that clear that they're kind of like figuring it out as they go. Like sometimes right. you'd like at least the illusion that the whole thing was figured out from the start. Yeah. And they're just kind of like plotting it away. But yeah, no, I don't want to know like like this, especially the last three Star Wars. Like how do they not have the whole thing like written and then you just go direct it like. You got I mean, Kevin Feige on your other, the other half of your. He's right dollar, there. He's, you know, like we need a Kevin Feige. Like he's making it look easy, man. Literally had this conversation today with a friend of mine at work. Force Awakens, awesome. Last Jedi, awesome. Totally not good together. Totally don't help each other. Totally hurt. Like, but if you look, look at mm-hmm. Last Jedi, all the stuff. Wait, that, did you say Last Jedi was awesome? Is that what the absolutely yes? But but hear the logic, please, before we we no of all the things I'm gonna get canceled about. Come on, um, the shoot the the visuals in that movie are unrivaled. They're on Rogue One level of scale and brilliance and and whatnot. The music sure. is incredible. The choreography is incredible. And Ryan did not create new things for his Jedi. He literally went to the Jedi book and pulled stuff we haven't seen in movies. Cool, awesome. Like like living in space is that one of the things? Um, Mara Jade has more than once surviving horse cocoon around herself and survived in vacuum. Uh, I and hate yet... it so much. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, that's a really bad. She, they could have that could have been her writing. Send-off. That should have just... been it. Yes. So so stick with me. So for all the great <sighs> moments by this great director and whatnot, it was too much too fast. It was like the Xbox One. It was like yo, we're not ready for always online. We're not ready to tell it out loud we're not ready for live service tv integration it would just stop i was ready i for the record i was ready i was signed on i wanted to make that i wanted my skype camera to follow me around the room and auto zoom i wanted that technology i wanted snap i wanted my espn on one side and my rise center of rome on the other side i want i was here for it man i wanted my underpowered they weren't ready and and (laughs) i wanted my power brick if you look at the storylines in Last Jedi, it just doesn't match. And it's like, yo, we, we needed God Luke before we saw Hermit. Like, we needed to see... Hermit Luke makes a lot of sense to if you know his character. But, like, not yet, dude. Stop. We need God Luke. We need some, some mm. moments where he's being awesome. We needed that at the time. I've never heard anybody say that before. I'm sorry if you said that somewhere and I should have caught it somewhere else. But I've never heard anybody express it in that way. That totally would have been better. Yeah. Because Hermit Luke does make sense. Like he yeah. was a he was a conflicted character from the moment his uh, aunt and uncle were burned alive. Like he battled the darkness. There were multiple books, multiple moments. He literally wore all black in Return of the Jedi. He yeah. was torn the whole way through, and his father brought balance to the Force in a way that, like that. What a mind job that is! And then you have to build mm. the High Order. Like no small feat, you know. Yeah, of course he was going to end up emotionally wrecked and mad at the old Jedi. But like, you come on, we needed to see some cool stuff. And then we would have yeah. solo. And then we could have had Rise of Skywalker be three hours and it not be crammed together. Ugh, it was just and Finn should have been a Jedi. Like, why was he not? Why was he not? It would have been well, a great moment if it wasn't was- he a clone. I don't understand the whole like. Are they not clones anymore? Like in that in that future, they're from from childhood. They're stolen. They're like okay, they're stolen childhood. But like 
if it was Ray and Finn battling Kylo at Exegol, it would have been dope. Yeah. You know, it's but what I the whole all is to say, if they had a mastermind saying, hey, let's do this from start to finish. If John Favreau had been there and um, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni and John Favreau. D- Dave Filoni did Rebels. He did Clone Wars. He's part of the reason Mandalorian is so good. If they had been there together and sat down with these amazing directors and said, hey, this is the story. Let's make a movie. They would have been so yeah. good. Because yeah. Brian Johnson smartly went and made Knives Out. Like, mm-hmm. that was the right move. Go make a great movie in a totally different genre so no one... Don't Just make another away. Star Wars. Don't make another Star yeah. Wars. Let people acknowledge how good you are at making movies with all these A-list actors who still love you. Remind yeah. the world. I need to watch Obi-Wan. I really need to check this out because it does seem like a bit of a redemption moment for the like, dude, the the, the storyline I never expected to be living was where we start to look fondly back on the prequel movies where we go it, like, weren't those the days? Sean, it's happening with Halo right now. People are like, oh, I miss Halo five. That's what happens. Yes. That's what our culture does. I was saying, dude, that's true. But I was there for I was I'm going to is that is that what a hipster is when I liked it first? Is that what a hipster yep. is that? Am I being a Halo 5 hipster? I'm oh, a Halo but, 5 hipster. I'm going to grow the mustache a little bit. Like a little. Halo 5 story crappy. was a wreck, but that gameplay was awesome. And Warzone. Gameplay was, was amazing. Damn, I loved Warzone. Totally. Yeah. I loved Warzone. Yeah, man. I'm too good in a Wasp, by the way, in Halo Infinite and in, in Halo 5 because of Halo Warzone. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. Infinite might, uh, it might come around a little bit, man. It's, Who knows? We'll see. It's on a good path, but it's too slow. Modern Warfare 2 comes out this year. I and, know, and like, they had they had the wide they had the biggest opening ever. Mm-hmm. Like that battle royale probably has better. a lot to do with the reception. I know. Do you think it drops this summer? Do you think that's possible? I know that it's possible. I don't know that it's ready. Um, yeah, they Forge going into open beta is the smartest thing. That's a great yeah. move. Putting that out there is going to be amazing. But that battle royale, like time people that are like, well, that's not Halo. Yo, if Halo doesn't change, it's going to die. And Halo yeah. Infinite is a freaking great game like that that yeah. is a great game the gameplay the gunplay is just there the arena mm-hmm. shooting stuff is there uh the campaign is really fun it's yeah. really fun like it's a good campaign um but there's whole areas that are clearly not done you know well and that's what came to mind when you're talking about the whiteboard exercise with uh with crackdown i'm like well obviously he did the exact same thing mm-hmm. with halo he steps in and goes like yep nope 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 like that red marker just coming out man mm-hmm. like crossing things off it's not happening yep but dude it was those are to tough decisions to make i'm glad you did it was that it was supposed to launch in 2020 can you imagine God. do you know what though i don't know if you remember i don't know if we had ever a chance to talk about this like when i saw when i first saw craig the brute mm-hmm. i thought it, like I didn't first of all, I didn't know that it was from the Halo Infinite trailer that I had just seen, whatever it was, five minutes beforehand. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like my first thought was, why is somebody sharing this screenshot of a video game from 2006 or something? Yeah. Like I I legit was just thought like people were making fun of Halo Infinite as if it looked like an old game. And then I realized it was Halo Infinite. I went, oh no. Like there you just can't you can't go back from a moment like that. How infamous. It it's so weird because in I Joe and I were streaming that. I say we I, I logged in. He streamed it, thankfully. Um, but it didn't look like that in motion. And I was I really agree. excited after that trailer. So I was, was I. so pumped. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, sir. Let's roll. Let's do this. 
but we weren't ready for Xbox Series S and X then. Like they were, we weren't thinking in that mindset yet. Truly, like we didn't really get what Xbox Series X could show us visually, and so we were seeing a, an Xbox One game, and yeah, that's what we were seeing. We're like, mm. oh, this looks really fun, and only in hindsight, it's like, oh, it didn't deliver on this, this, this visually. Like I didn't care. It looked fun. But I yeah, I see what you're saying. I think some people were on it pretty quick to say, hey, this is your flagship. Mm-hmm. Like, why doesn't this do with your hardware what PlayStation does with its with its hardware? It should kind of like blow you away and not just be like, looks good. And it's only because people had so much disdain for Halo 5. I think that almost anything mm-hmm. could have been cool. Like you throw a grappling hook in an open world and like, all right, I'm in. Like it wouldn't have taken a whole lot, but there were some of the the cutscene moments where I, I was thinking this that should look better. Like I don't know, like yeah. Gears looks better, and certainly Hellblade pretty much too. anything from like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I cannot wait. It, I don't think the slip space engine was designed for visuals, and it sucks because they made their own, proprietary engines are double edged sword. You know, yep. that's probably what's really taking Infinite so long is as they bring talent in like they got to learn a new engine and they've yeah. got not creative assembly certain affinity certain affinity is helping them with their br and with a few other things and like that's the right studio they, they're a second party studio they 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 make halo they work on halo like yeah. if you look at certain affinity they make halo yeah thank god they're there but like why it, it some of the stuff with first party xbox is why is crystal on the initiative what's that about like why is like we see the connection with the people, but why is Crystal Dynamics helping the initiative make perfect dark? That's so odd, and it makes you ask questions, and those questions are all fair. Um, I don't know, Sean. Game Pass. I thought you had like, the answer to it. I thought you. I thought I thought waiting for you, waiting for you oh, to like answer. Your well, we know why it's happening. Why are they? Oh, because the guy that's running Daryl Gallagher that runs the initiative used to work at Crystal, and his he brought over some of his teammates, but he can call them in on shorter notice and they speak a shorthand they can go and address things for them and the people i know at crystal that found like when they found out that embracer group called uh, they had an all hands meeting and they found out when we did like they found out an embracer group was called from the internet and then they had an all hands meeting that morning after the news broke and from what i can tell at least the people that i know they they were feeling good about embracer which tells yeah. you how bad square was it's like oh yikes you know like square was not good to their western studios well that sucks. yeah like we saw the external messaging so you never you, you wonder what the behind closed doors conversations were like like they couldn't have been good if we saw the nastiness the slings and arrows on I, the outside yikes like when that's the pr messaging <laughs> yeah but you know, one of the things I asked was uh, Ed Freeze about was Japan and like what because he's working now at, at bringing like developers together to, into like a community to make games faster, like indie devs and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, why is Japan such an issue for Americans and vice versa? And he said it's just such a culture difference. Like they would rather go and get drunk with you to learn who you are as a person versus what you can do for me. Yeah. And those two things just apparently don't jive in a business world well. Um, but it's just weird, man. Like, yeah, Xbox, you do have a problem with first party from the outside looking in. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know who needs to move where or what's going on because a lot of things look good, 
but you also have a lot of red flags. Your studios continuously delay. They don't deliver on the AAA caliber game, and you're bringing in outside help for your biggest stuff, and that's very strange. It's not what what keeps you with Xbox then, so to speak. Like obviously, you play everything, but with all of that said. Why don't you just like why why haven't you um, filmed yourself putting your Series X in a microwave and posted it on the internet? Because my favorite games are Gears and Halo and yeah and Forza. I really do love those. Yeah, games. I, <laughs> I find myself doing it all the time. Like people are like, talk about first parties. I'm like, well, Gears. Like I'm not. I don't mean to be doing it. I'm not. Yeah. It sounds like I'm being tropey about it, but yeah. It's, I like those games too, man. Yeah. I'm right with you. Yeah, totally. They're the three. That's it. And I've got my PlayStation and I boot it up whenever the next single player game is, but it's a single player game. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need an ecosystem. And then yeah. the games I need an ecosystem for, I play my third parties on, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Xbox hardware yeah. is unrivaled. Like the PS5 yeah, is, I agree. Is, is literally the Xbox One uh, comparison in that it's over it's over manufactured or under create i don't know it's rushed it's rushed it's too big and not yeah uh, yeah over engineered under man i'm tired i'm sorry i'm just losing it but we're there bottom line is it just it's not what it should be so like i agree with you i can play god of war too i'm wherever ragnarok comes out and it better come out on november 11th oh no way <laughs> dude the no the world will the world will burn you just see you're the joker actually that's how civil war starts <laughs> That, that is, is. <laughs> you know what? Let it be that. Yeah. If that's how this all goes down, let it be because Starfield got delayed and Ragnarok. <laughs> let Ragnarok bring Ragnarok upon us. Oh gosh, what a great that would, move. That would actually be that would be amazing. I like, would. I would love it. And I the first Starfield. What does that say about us? Called Ragnarok. That'd be great. Oh, Where they change no. the main ship in Starfield to be called Ragnarok, or, or you have some sort of like weapon that instead of shooting like lasers or whatever, it's like it's an axe that comes yeah. back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why not? Or it just starts shooting axes for no reason. That makes no sense. <laughs> that in, in our universe, it's video games are just them taking shots at each other, and they don't think you like have, that. You at have all. a grumpy old pilot and a and a and a young kid trying to learn the ways, and mm-hmm. he's. He's trying to help out, but he's kind of useless, and he has a moment where he's kind of annoying, gets a little ahead of himself, but he ultimately learns his dad's not so bad. Yeah. Just trying. It's beautiful. Is, I'm in, are you in any fantasy critic leagues or anything? Did you do that at all this year? I, that's not my okay. jam. I don't. Oh, you got to try it. You, you don't knock it to you. Have you tried one before? Don't say it's not your jam. Yeah, try it at least I once. I've tried sports fantasy things, and I just. Me too. I don't like that. I don't like do the game. Do the game stuff it, so next year. The, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Discord and why I'm not good at Discord. I feel like it's notifications, <laughs> and you got to pay attention all the time. So no, wanna... no way. No. No. All you got to do is when a game comes out or when ultimately a game gets delayed, you hop into Discord, you shoot Babbitt a message and tell him how dumb he is. For thinking that um, the new Star Wars game, the new uh, Jedi Fallen Order game was going to come out this year. Because mm-hmm. that obviously wasn't going to happen. And we counterpicked it. He's locked in. He's going to get a big fat zero on that. And that's where I like my trash talk to stay. Yeah. Is about okay. fantasy critically. It's a fun. It's it, it's a fun. It's, yeah. it's a good time for me. Next yeah. next one you guys do, invite me in. and I'll, I'll, You're in. I'll Definitely. In. I'll jump in. The reason I bring it up is because we've counterpicked God of War or Ragnarok with bad bit is like his it was like his first pick him and kyle 
and we didn't think it was going to come out. So you counterpick it, which means he's locked in. He can't drop it or anything. But if it if it lands and it gets like 90s and stuff, then we're kind of screwed. So I'm I'm it torn on this because <laughs> I'm sure it will, or it'll get 70s and too much water and too much reused. Well, I heard it's DLC. I think it's the exact same game oh, in reverse. Yeah. Certain certain people that might be bitter about that franchise have commented that Phil Spencer's an idiot and God of War's DLC, and you know that person just feels very relevant to me. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure he's able to speak completely objectively about God of War mm-hmm. Ragnarok, mm-hmm. The, the 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 guy who made the old games, and yeah, I yeah, probably tried to make a game with Xbox, and they said no. Hmm. You know what story I do want to hear while we dunk on David Jaffe? Um, I would like to, <laughs> I, w- I so badly, this is the only person I have reduced myself to multiple times asking publicly, um, is Cliff Blazinski. Cliff, dude. I want yes. that so bad. <laughs> Can I tell you, like, I, I don't know. This is probably, I'm glad you mentioned it because sometimes I feel like I'm not allowed to like Cliff Blazinski. People have thoughts and feelings about him. I don't know, man. He's made some of my favorite games I've ever played in my entire life, like some foundational experiences in my my gaming career, if you want to call that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fan, and I think that he's a fascinating dude. He's really, really smart. I kind of like the... And this is where like there's a side of Jaffe that I, I have an appreciation for. He's just like, there's something about the people out there who just don't give an F. Like mm-hmm. that, good for you, man. That sounds pretty awesome. And Cliff Blazinski, I think, has F you money. Like, I think he oh, just he like, he can do whatever he want. He's sitting there, he's writing a book and just, he's he still Broadway gets money. I think stuff. he just got a check. Yeah. Like he does whatever he wants. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. I like him. The, the, I want to talk to him so badly because Lawbreakers was a very good game. I'm told, but nobody wanted to play it. Okay. Yeah. What does that do to your mindset? Like, what does it do to your psyche? And like, I'm embarrassed when I ask people publicly if they'll be on like do an interview. Like, it really does embarrass me, but he's worth it. Like, if he said yes, that, that dude, I want to talk to the guy. Dude, you're in Nintendo Power 1. You yeah. You were at a high score, and then you made Jazz Jackrabbit in Unreal, I think. And then simultaneously- At the same time. Yeah. Then you, it, I think he was just saying Jazz Jackrabbit 2 and Unreal at the same time. Unreal is one of the most, my most seminal, seminal moments in video gaming. Yeah. I adore door that game people go like unreal tournament i'm like no like the game like they they built an engine for and Mm -hmm. like no like i can if there's a geek out moment for me in games like it's unreal man and i can't believe how many how few people are involved in the production of that game i want to ask him about an interaction i wouldn't even i wouldn't even cite it specifically i don't think but he was talking to somebody publicly on Twitter and Xbox quick, uh, Mikey Barra, who's now at Blizzard, who's now going to be back at Xbox, um, was like, well, you could just apply to the ID at Xbox program. And I'm like, dang, he just said that to Cliff Blazinski, who literally saved the Xbox 360 with his game. Yeah, made gears, man. <laughs> he made gears. He, he forced him to put in more memory into the 360. Yes. Like, you just told him. The only way he could get in to make a game with you guys was through ID at Xbox. Yeah. I need to know what happened. Like, like whose daughter. Right beside Phil Fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose daughter did you take on a date and leave there? What happened? Tell me. Because. Yeah, man. He's clearly talented. Like, Lawbreakers may have flopped, but, like, the quality of the game was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, so what happened? 
you know you burned out on gears you didn't flex your mu- muscles there he's making a game right now yeah that's his pin tweet he's working on something what you doing bro like do we care because oftentimes we don't and then you have the, the people that don't care like jaffe bro like you're we're watching a mental breakdown like i need you to like just just <laughs> seriously like relax like you're process great, this brilliant smart man yeah chill shave like get a shower relax stay out there for <laughs> three months but like think about it like he really good advice great games but we're yeah. watching him have breakdowns emotionally for clicks that sucks i don't want to watch people that yeah. are in the industry that are great minds fall apart that stinks you know you know it's i it's funny that you say that i i definitely align with he is um being open in his experiences right now and is benefiting probably like monetarily through this is it's got to be part of his livelihood i've never actually thought of it as an active breakdown to be honest with you and you might be right you actually might be right about that i just thought it was uh i don't know i don't know why like i probably should think that i probably that's probably a more healthy response to such behavior is that probably isn't rational thinking it's akin to what we've we've a mutual friend who will tell you about when we stop recording but like i watched them drink and dance and be silly on a stream and like they clearly were unhappy and something was wrong yeah limelight came around like yeah they were unhappy and they were really just having a breakdown like this isn't okay and i remember messaging someone like this person's not all right yeah they're in front of the camera yeah it's like that's not good we need to take care of x person and I yeah, worry about that well when said. I see it. Yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to watch people have breakdowns in my more in my world. The hero always wins. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> We're all safe. That's right. That's what I. That's want. right. Um, maybe we'll close on this as a nice. Um, this really is a dark thing. There's a video going around out there of a bunch of like Spider-Man scenes that go horribly and gore like gorily wrong. Like where Spider-Man's like saving people, but like he, he fails at the last second. Have you seen this? He's like, it's it's Toby and he's stopping the train and like his arms his rip are... off on the side. <laughs> it's horrendous and and Gwen, like, he doesn't save her, and it's, oh my gosh, dude. I mean, he didn't really save her, I guess, anyways, but spoilers. Exactly. It's a, it's brutal. It what, is so, so. What oh. are you about to ask me? <laughs> Nothing. I just, it reminded me, I'm not asking you anything. I just, it reminded me of, in your life, the, the hero saves everybody and nobody gets hurt. But in this video that I remembered, everything went horribly, horribly wrong. So, um. Thanks for spending a couple hours with me tonight, man, and and catching up and yeah. reconnecting and everything. And I, this is basically on par for me, you know. <laughs> like what I'm not right. I'm not sure what you expect from me at this stage. It's it's this is my Family Guy brain. It's fun, but it's been weird. For, it's been such a weird week emotionally for me that I don't know that I had any coherent like focus point through the show because we just bounced around. But like Good. you guys were hearing me exhausted emotionally exhausted i mean just from everything all the ups and downs from the shooting stuff to the xbox stuff to the content to the life and school it was just this was this was shutdown week so my brain is you you're hearing the defrag the decompress that's what's happening this is the the final fumes yeah being expended i had to do this week and tomorrow i'm gonna not record a thing 
I'm not going to do anything. Oh, they, see, it just keeps rolling, man. I'm going to wake up. You're going to go to the gym. How's your shoulder, by the way? You had shoulder stuff going three so, years ago when we last talked. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot better. I'm a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, yes. I can run. I wasn't able to run then because the bounce of running would because the pull the cords in there. But like my my we think I tore my biceps tendon at some point right after the surgery. So my mm-hmm. left arm, like I'm equally strong on the two. My left muscle, like my bicep, will like it looks good. My right one's not ah. as big. It's just as strong, if not stronger. But it doesn't like flex the same way. But the shoulder yeah, itself weird. is. It yeah, it, it's I don't know. My wife's a physical therapist. Body weird. She said mm-hmm. a bunch of big words, and I was like, okay. Honey. Um, yeah, I'm glad your uh, I'm glad your body is feeling better. I was thinking of you as my 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 shoulder starting to. Is it your right shoulder that's that's the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my 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 shoulders give me some issues. Uh, you know, just have to take care of it a little bit. But I was thinking of you. I'm like, yeah, I remember Luke had some some shoulder stuff. So yeah. I'm glad it's you're good. Still... You seem good, man. Other than you know, all things considered. Yeah been a weird week it's been a tough week it's been a long yeah. school year and tough time but yeah man i mean yes it's i admit next to so many other things how could i not be saying i'm doing well you know yeah yeah well um i hope that you get to go on unlocked again i hope that you've already <laughs> figured out something that you're not you're not announcing and i'm not just saying this as if you've hinted to me off air which you've totally not but now people think that you have um you've i'm sure you've arranged for ryan mccaffrey to be on xcp i'm predicting it right now he's been I'm on. not an insider been I, but again like in, you know, oh. in response to, to unlocked I, I imagine it's going to happen um very soon you guys will probably make out at some point in the future as well because this is just how things go like one thing leads to another and luke is kissing ryan so uh in any case this is this is where um yeah too much caffeine in one night luke do you want to tell the fine people where they can find all of your wonderful content and everything you've been up to lately and all of that good stuff my friend sure uh you can find uh, me hosting the Xbox Expansion Pass on all your podcast services. Uh, it's also on YouTube, but it's just the audio file with a static image. It's not like me. Um, but yeah, that, find the Xbox Expansion Pass, all your podcast services. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InsipidGhost. And then I also do a, another show over on Season Gaming's YouTube channel called Cast Co-op, in which I manage Ainsley, Ainsley Bowden and Joseph Moran and referee them while they argue about everything. And that's fun. So that is that is the um, I don't even know. There's a sitcom, some sort of comparison there. It's uh, yeah, that's something else, man. Um, this is a long time coming. I hope it's not another three years to have you back on. No, um, but Luke, I'm really, really thankful for us to finally reconnect tonight and chat about pretty much every single possible thing. I don't know that there's In anything no order. That left. <laughs> yeah, no, no order at all. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I can't wait to have you back on, and um, yeah, man, I can't wait to see what you're up to this summer, because summers are always good for you, I think, so yeah. we'll see how many games you get through. Thanks. Mixer.com slash oh, Insipid Ghost. That's an old reference right there. Bring it back, yeah, man. man. Yeah, good. lurk at your leisure. Lurk at your leisure. Thank you, Luke Lore. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, Sean Capri. felt really good to have luke back on the show not just back on the i mean that that's ultimately what happened here obviously but 
I think more importantly than that, and maybe the just the thing that the show allows for, is a couple hours for some friends to catch up. And an excuse to do it in a, in a space that everybody understands. And I, I don't know, I'm just very grateful that what you just heard happened. It's a it's far too long coming. As you, some of you who were around when when Luke and I went separate ways from the Xbox Drive to and for him to go to and create Xbox expansion pass, there was a lot going on, man, at that time. And we kind of dipped our toes into that in terms of just it was a it was a painful time. And this episode is representative, I think, of I don't I don't know exactly what, but what I do know is that we got to have a really important conversation about us. I really wanted to highlight and give props to Luke directly to him about him, about the Xbox expansion pass. And I meant what I said. Like, I'm not just saying it for the show. Like, the fact that he, what he's creating is just coming from his inner core. And if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, please do subscribe. Xbox expansion pass. He will continue to surprise you, man. He's a smart dude. And I've always appreciated Luke right from the moment we met. There's another episode, actually, of Luke on the show, and Luke has helped me through some very, very hard times. So, really great to have him back on the show. We lined this up, as we mentioned, um, a couple of weeks ago, so I was glad that we did it. This is what the show is all about. This is what video games is all about. This is what friendship and community, it's all there, man. I'm very appreciative to him for that. Uh, I continue, by the way, completely unrelated, but I had a really, I had a couple good workouts this week. Thank you, everybody, for encouraging me, and I'm feeling good about that, and everything is good. Life is okay. A lot of stuff in the world is crappy, but I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling optimistic. If you can believe it, I'm feeling okay. The clip at the end of this episode, as we end every episode of We The Gamer Cast with a clip of uh, my late great friend Bobby Pauls, the Nintendo guru, the clip you're about to hear is the beginning of one of many (laughs) podcasts that we did together. This was the Gaming Guru's as it was me, Bobby, and Toby Thornton, and we are trying to figure out how we do like a Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox sort of podcast. This is us launching right into it, even with all the music at the start. So enjoy, and thanks to Josh Stapleton for all the clips. I hope you guys are doing great. I'll see you next week. Bye. What is up, everybody? And welcome to episode one of The Gaming Gurus. There is a little subtitle, A podcast we're not going to go into all that we're not going to say all that it's just basically the gaming gurus i am bobby the nintendo guru joined by my best friend in all the land toby thornton what is up toby what is up bobby i've just been pooping with my switch <sighs> speaking of pooping what is up to the best the greatest co-host in all of podcasting sean capri how are you doing I'm glad you said speaking of pooping because I get second billing, which is number two, number two for pooping, Bobby. <laughs> it all makes sense. It Coming all... to you live from Toronto. He's, yeah. Sure. I, was, I took a red eye flight last night, Bobby. I've had a couple cups of coffee. I've had a lot of sugar and energy and ready to podcast. We'll see how long this lasts for. Ballpark. We'll see how long this good. goes for. I, I'm waiting for any minute Marissa Roberto to come walking up to you and be like, hey, Sean. She doesn't wake up this early. Let's She's not. Yeah, probably it's, not. It's a little She's early. not far from you, though, because she goes to that stadium all the time. That's true. That's true. I may just bump into her. Maybe we'll see. Who knows what's going to happen on the cool. Gaming Guru's podcast. This is true. This is true. I should I should DM her right now and be like, yo, get over to the Toronto stadium because Sean Capri's there right now podcasting. And then she'll be like, who? 
<laughs> Aww. <laughs> anyway, so here we go. 